You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Welcome back, gamers, to another installment of the Gamecasters podcast, the show that answers the age-old question, will there ever be a podcast that effortlessly fuses immaturity with stupidity and idiocy <laughs> and ridiculousness and board games and nonsense and dumbassery that makes you feel uncomfortable, but also kind of makes you want to buy furnace for fear of succumbing to number blindness? You know, that age-old <laughs> question you always see written on the blackboards of universities waiting for some good Ryan hunting to solve? Oh. That's a good movie. Good Ryan Hunting. The answer, once again, is us, the Gamecasters podcast. I'm Ryan, the host of this infection, and entering through my anus to fill up my large intestine is Nat Lapeworm and you Jeff, know. the malaria board gamer. I don't I'm glad there. I'm the malaria one. That's I, I rude. Think I got the better. Uh... You don't want to enter through my anus. <laughs> you <laughs> no, vowed thanks. to love me <laughs> through better or worse. <laughs> and that's I married better. You. Yeah. It was in the vows. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> it was there. We're all involved in this marriage. <laughs> yep. We're here to talk to you about all sorts of shit you didn't think you needed to hear about and didn't want to hear about and hoped you wouldn't hear about with one simple plan in mind narcissism. Seriously, we're here to entertain and make you laugh through simply entertaining ourselves and making each other laugh. If you like that sort of thing, sit back, relax, and get ready to hear us laugh at ourselves like lunatics for the next two and a half to, I don't know, three hours. If you don't like that sort of thing, don't worry. You will only feel a slight tug as these restraints go on and shh, shh, it's okay. And there. Now, you're secured, so you can't hurt yourself. So sit back, scream your lungs out, and can you turn it up, doctor? We don't think they can hear us over their wails. Ah, time to start the show. So, you guys, I went to a concert the other day with my wife and her friends, and also my friend <laughs> <Okay>. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> my All wife right. got very drunk very fast and started waggling her pointer finger everywhere she yelled at Ooh. Sam at the end so at the end of the of the night after the concert Natalie's fucking wasted it's I'm like sorry my wife is sorry, wasted yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. don't, don't just it's like 11 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Sam's like leaving she's like bye everybody and Natalie like gets in her face with her pointer finger and she goes well I'll see you in a couple of weeks or what did you say so I'll see you on Labor Day weekend and it was like it was a, she said it like a threat well it, it was, was a threat it was 100% a threat what do you mean it was a threat? Well, I was basically saying you better be at Grand Con or else. Or else. Wow. <laughs> I want to know what the or else is. <laughs> anyway, the concert we went to was my cousin's band, a local group called the Crane Wives. Okay. And I know how good they are and everything. And it always seems like I'm biased because, you know, it's my cousin's band. But then everyone else always seems to kind of have heard them already. The first time we introduced them to the measles, they were like, oh, yeah, I think we follow them on Facebook. And I was like, oh. And they were like, yeah, they're great. Okay. And I was like, okay. And then we're at the concert. Sam posts that she's there. And Shelly, I think it was Shelly. I think it was, too. It's always Was Shelley. like, I love them. I've seen them several times. And so it's always so cool for me to hear that sort of thing, even though I have absolutely nothing to do with the band in any way. I'm just family with the lead singer. Who cares? <laughs> but if anyone else out there knows the Crane Wives, I would love to hear about it. Are you saying Crane? Like The yeah. Crane, like the bird, the Crane, and oh, then the wives like, of them. Not like Niles Crane. No, not like Niles Crane. Okay. <laughs> they're they're the all wives, wives the of Niles Crane. Goes <laughs> <laughs> a good band. From you know? Frasier? From Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> How many wives Different did Niles have? Yes. Oh my god! I think it was like a line or a song from the Decemberists. Yeah, there was. There's this like the name of the band. Well, there's a folk tale called the Crane Wife. Okay. Mm. Um, where there's this like bird, and it turns into this person, and then this Sounds person hot. just wants to like steal things from the 
bird or the person, mm. and then it turns into the. Sounds like you know what you're talking about. Person, it's my cousin's band. Okay, I know everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'd love to hear about it if you know about the Crane Wise, and the rest of you who don't know them, you should give them a listen on Spotify. They're really great. They're like They're indie folk good. type of just kind of like extreme amounts of talent. Yeah. All of them. Cool. Not unlike a certain podcaster you are strapped down and forced to listen to. This family's so talented. So you guys. <laughs> My friend Jeff just went to the largest board game convention in the entire United States last weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I would love to hear how it goes. So let's get special guest Jumping Bones, Jeffrey oh, Madigan. Jumping Bones. That's a callback on the show to review how everything went. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, uh, hello, hello. Hey. this is uh, Jumping Bones. Oh, hey, Jumping Bones. I'm in the middle of a monologue <laughs> oh right now, but when I'm done grandstanding for attention, would you mind telling us all about how the show went? And that show is Gen Con. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you all right. All right, everybody, give a warm, gooey <laughs> stomach. Welcome to Jeff the Mad Board Gamer. Yay. Jeff, tell us all about Gen Con, my man. Okay. <laughs> Gen Con's God. awesome. The saddest and we part go to the next <laughs> of Gen Con. We want to hear it. We weren't there. The <laughs> saddest part of Gen Con was that the two of you were not there. <laughs> Our own fault. Our own yeah, blunder. We were Our very blunderous. close. I know. I kind <laughs> of go, held, oh. like, I held out for a long time, and it wasn't until Thursday that I walked into the hall. I was like, all right, they're not coming. Did I tell you that we were... So it was Tuesday before that we were like planning on going because Jack, Jack Rug, Ruggles, Ruggles, yeah. Ruggles, yeah. name's Jack, social Name's security Jack. number seven, two, yeah. three, Ruggle, 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 Ruggle. Um, he, he reached out and he was room. like, Hey, we have a bed for you guys if you want. And, we and, were like, oh, fuck and he's you. like, we're only going Friday and yep. Saturday, they were going no, Thursday, Thursday and Friday, Friday. Thursday and Friday. Friday. And we were like, that Saturday could be morning. perfect because well, we had planned Saturday in Grand Rapids. The Crane Wives. Um, so we were Niles like, that's Crane perfect. <laughs> then we could just like go there and then go to the Grand Rapids. And we're like, can we do this? And we were like trying to figure it all out. But so all the way to Tuesday, whew. two days out. We, we were close. We were <sighs> close. But at the end of the day, that would have been it. a lot of money that we like were not planning on spending. Right. Because we, we, we weren't planning on going. It's just like going. Yeah. dropping that at the last second. It's kind of like, like oh, here's well, I have like bucks. 360 days to, to plan. For oh, I know to plan the, the next budget. We are, yeah. All we know is Looking we are pennies. definitely going good. Yeah. Next year. Yes. So anyway, you tell us, I would love to hear all about your experience at this Gen Con 2023. Okay, sweet. So jump in with, you know, whatever questions you have, concerns, comments, whatever uh, you want. Yeah, I have one. Yes. Why wasn't I there? I, I'm asking myself that. You'll find that in that. the inbox. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'll find that in something later. I yeah. would love to hear. Uh, okay. So Wednesday night, this was the first uh, time that we, I left my home on Wednesday. Okay? Yeah. We didn't get all the way down to Indy, but we stayed at uh, my friend Lawrence. Oh Kevin, God, I got to say something our funny. Friend She's right. Yeah, she might. <gasps> Is that funny? Is that funny? No. Shit. So penises. Um, we, Lauren was unsure. I was like, I was like, you know, if Ryan just decides to show up, maybe they'll stay with you. And she's like, I don't know what I would do if Ryan was staying at my she house. She didn't say that. She said that. Oh my god. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta write some stuff. Yeah, you gotta, we'll be right back. Um, <laughs> what so are we, your likes and dislikes? Yeah, so we drove I'll to make Lawrence, jokes and <laughs> Lauren was funny. She was like, "What time are you leaving in the morning?" I'm like, "I don't know. We'll probably leave between eight and nine. She's like, well, I make breakfast. I'm, I'm a breakfast casserole person, so I'll have that ready before you leave. So Whoa. she made us breakfast wow. casserole. We left. It was amazing for her to let us stay. And I also, in the back of my head, I'm like, maybe next year if like Airbnb just cancels on me like they did a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, you just stay I there. I could just stay it's at her only, house. You say it's like 30 minutes? Yeah, it's like 30 minutes oh, yeah, northeast. How was it, was it driving in the morning of? It, it took us maybe 35 minutes. So it kind of steered us around some of the traffic, but we made it in Thursday morning. We walked into the hall, into the I, the Indiana Convention Center, the ICC, the um, at 9.45. We walked in. Okay. We walked in our normal ramp, 
you know, by uh, that wall, which is now <laughs> the by green the, wall by with the, the fake arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that they, long now hallway. they moved all of the, the pinball machines, the arcade, they moved all the pinball machines along that ramp. Oh, they had like this massive pinball tournament that you could just like scan on your phone and play. Oh, that they gave so out, fun. Yeah. They gave out like trophies afterwards. Was Billy and Mitchell all this there? Kind of stuff. Man, I was looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest regret. He's in some, he's in some doo-doo. I one think, or man. two. Yeah. yeah. I know. We should have yelled at him. I know, blew it. Um, <laughs> so I walked in. Dave was nice enough to help me carry my mystery boxes. Oh, Which right. remember I gave away mystery boxes yeah. slash a, I had a couple bags. Would you have three of them? I had four. So I gave three winners and then someone, um, her, her name on Instagram is Hello Let's Game. Hello her name, Let's name Game. Was Macy. She commented on my post. She was like, Give me she, some she tagged people. Like most everybody just tags people or says thank you. She's like, oh, yeah. it's my first Gen Con. I'm really excited. So I, I pulled the three names, which was um, Orangerful, which I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure her name was Sam. Um, okay. Yeah, I know her uh, account. Tabletop yeah. Worldwide, who is Jerry, um, who listens to the show. She'll, hey, Jerry. And, What's up, Jerry? Um, and then Jack. Right. Right. So That's Jack, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So the three of them. And then Jackie I, boy. I personally reached out to Macy and I was like, hey, it's your first Gen Con. I have an extra box. It's yours. It's yours. That's so cool. Yeah. So How nice of you. So that's really, That's cool. really cool. So I basically got all of the games given out by like 10, 15. Oh, nice. So I was like, this is awesome because I was worried, like, I don't want to carry this fucking yeah. box around, a stupid bag. Bring anyway. it back the next day. So right at 10 o'clock, you get like the running of the nerds, right, on Thursday. Yep. This yep. is the first time that I've ever seen that on Thursday morning because usually we get there Thursday late morning. I have to stop you. Yeah, like yeah. I have to stop you. That was. Re- Did you make that up just now? No, no, I think it's called the running of the nerds. That's great. I've heard it somewhere, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm stealing it from someone. That's really funny. Yeah. Okay. And it probably should be called like the walking fast of the nerds because they always say don't <laughs> nerds run. Nerds don't run. Um, it was fucking bananas. It was out of control large. Yeah, the pictures I saw, dude, okay. it looked like Saturday. The the Lorcana crowd was massive on Thursday and unorganized on yeah, Thursday. So it weird. was Do people got stampeded? What's the yeah, what's okay. the past of stampeded? Stamp- stampeded. Stamped. Stamped. People got stamped. They got stamped. So I, I think there's a little bit of, like feel free to reach out and tell me that you were you were trampled. You were stampeded. There wasn't no, stamped. hundreds of people getting trampled. No, I don't think okay, hun- it wasn't like I, I heard I heard there was like there was a guy. It's probably just like a lot of pushing. And like no, like three people died or something. <laughs> I think. No, it, so it was it was out of control. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Gen Con and Ravensburger. They fixed that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, but should they have had it fixed initially? Yes. So I Did think what happened. Much people were gonna. They I had think there was to a combination maybe of that, known. but there was also people I think started to like make their own lines. And we're right. like, I'm in line. And it's like, no, you're no, not. No, you're not in So line. someone just kind of went around and there was, there was no oh, people getting upset. They needed, they needed 12 people in the halls steering these lines and having a, a gotcha. formation, right? Instead of just letting people do whatever yeah. they want. Or maybe they had it organized in the hall and they were like, all right, we'll just have everybody just run. When they get to the booth, we'll organize them like this. But now you needed to organize this Before outside. the booth, yeah. You know, you... There were people outside. Like, it was a fucking huge line. Yeah, I heard it was a disaster. Thursday was a disaster right away. Okay, it took Dave. So you know the hall. We walked up the ramp. So from that corner, so you basically go up the ramp all the way down. You make a left, left. and now you're in that long side of the vendor hall. It took Dave from the top of the ramp to hall D, which is the area where they have a lot of the events. See an event at 10 o'clock. It took him 30 minutes to walk around that corner. Shut the fuck up. And I... um. Orangerful like, on Instagram, she left the building and like came around to get to the like, hall because I was, was like, that was probably the right nerds. So it was it was jam packed. Wow. Why? 
I think you it was think the Lorcana is, yeah. is what made the people go crazy. So that in my head, I was like, oh my God, this weekend's going to be bananas. Like this is Thursday. Yeah. And it's this busy on Thursday. So. Okay. Right. What's Saturday going to look like? I, I'll get there. <laughs> um, but honestly, a sneak peek, better. A lot better. <laughs> wow. Um, That's weird. Surprising. Man. So as soon as I gave the boxes away, I got, I walked over to Arcane Wonders because the number one game on my list was World Wonders. Yeah. Like, I want that game. That's number one. Yep. Three Ring Circus was number two. I was like, let's go to Arcane Wonders. They're closer because I For went sure. in that side door. Joe grabbed you a copy of World Wonders. Yes. Thank and you, Joe. He grabbed Neotopia. So I was like, cool. Those are kind of the games from Arcane Wonders that I want. And mm -hmm. come to find out, Arcane Wonders was basically going to sell their whole, they were going to blow their load on Thursday. Mm -hmm. They were like, we have, and they had a shit ton of games, like different games, right? So like some companies, they have, they bring 200 and they kind of space it out, which you all, you know yeah. that. Yep. Um, but when you're like Arcane Wonders and you bring, you know, maybe 15 games, you can have like, all right, well, we ran out of World Wonders, but we got four other, five other games that people are going to buy and come yeah. to our booth for throughout the weekend. Um, so I we got those two. Three Ring Circus ended up selling out. I was stupid enough where I was like, I thought they were going to space it out. And I knew that Devere doesn't do that. And I don't know what my problem was. So I should have went right over there afterwards. I didn't. I missed Three Ring Circus. Um, but that's okay. You'll get it. So Joe brought his 13-year-old uh, daughter. I think she's 13. She's got to be way older than that. 13. She's like, she's 25. She's 25. Um, yeah. And it was really cool to kind of like she's just see very her. Tall. She's yeah. very That's tall. That's why she looks older. She, it was cool to see her experience that for the first time, right? Like yeah. just kind of see it. And it's probably even cooler for Joe seeing like his daughter experiences for like the first time. So does she mm -hmm. play games with them? She not, not a lot. Like, I think what she got into at Nerdfest, thanks painting. to uh, yeah. Yeah. Jamie Daggers and you know, the people that were there was painting. For sure. And she loved doing that painting, and she went on this, like, painting kick for a little while. Yeah. And she, she did, good at She it did too. end up going up to the, like, open paint room, and you can just sit and paint, and they have paint sitting there, and you can just paint stuff. So that was cool. That's cool. But it was, was really it like cool. Was it like the paint and take? Like, could she take it home with her? Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was it was just kind of cool to see her sort of, like, jump in. Like, jump into this yeah. nerddom. Right? Oh, God, this, that must have been cool for this Joe. cool. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, I had a couple meetings on Thursday. I met Raina from Pandasaurus. She talked about this kind of cool upcoming uh, two-player game called Unrest, which has like a Lost Cities vibe to it. So I'm kind of excited about that. It's like really? a back and forth card play, moving things around, hide some cards, hide some information. So that seems really cool. Mm. Went to lunch, obviously. Oh, what'd you get there? Hmm, I had some mm, of these like kind of food. Noodle, like, uh, uh, ocean noodle? No. Where, so was it uh, on a place with surrounded by water? I think but that's oh, a peninsula. Yeah, it's peninsula, peninsula noodles. Peninsula noodles. noodles. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> Wait, um, that's three. Ah, oh, shit. Island. Ah, Island. that's right. Island, Island spaghetti. Island broccoli. <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> oh, no, um, I forgot about that. Well, it was good, but there was a little bit too this, much broccoli. There was this big piece of broccoli. <laughs> that was in the there, last really. thing I expected her to say when we were like, "What'd yeah. you think of Island noodles?" Well, there was a lot of broccoli. Well, <laughs> I had eighty percent broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so and this was a big thing. They moved the food truck slash. Block oh, party, right. they moved that. So it used to be on Georgia Street, which is a cool, like, kind of brick street, and it was just, like, a cool atmosphere. They moved it to the parking lot slash street in between Lucas Oil and the ramp that we so would go in. what uh, did that do to the people around the normal entrance where the food trucks were? Okay. Is that, like, event, I can't say a word. Is that empty now? That space was freed up a lot. Yeah. And so was the hallway where people then walk in and sit and eat. Seems better. Um, it seems better, especially for people, like, doing, like, Cart Hollas right there. So people were still doing that. And it was yep. still, like, a busy corner, but it wasn't as crazy. Yeah. Although now it's a far is. walk to get to the. So it is a further walk. 
and it it clogged up kind of the that the ramp hallway. Yeah. So what they did is they put up signs after Thursday and said, "Take your food and go to Lucas Oil. Take your food and get the fuck yeah, out get of the here. Fuck out. Oh. Don't sit on the ramp. Don't sit on the thing. Yeah. So, but it was actually really nice to like you get your food, you walk down, you go down the escalator, and you can just sit in those hallways down there, or you can go to Lucas Oil and eat. Those hallways it are always they're just fine. completely empty anyway. They're empty. So yeah. you actually yeah. put. I feel a lot better for the vent. There are vendors down there. If you remember, there's always like. Ten, mm-hmm. yeah. right? There's like they're usually art or they're right. like or dice tables. or something, or like a guy yeah. playing a lute. Yes, exactly. That brought a lot more attention to them, and I think that's yeah. probably really cool. cool. Well, it's nice the, that they ha- said like the, in the past. I feel like they've never actually set designated a specific a spot, spot to, to eat, except the year after COVID, because yeah, we had that room. There was less yeah, people in the opening. vendor hall, so they had that room tables. Was awesome. It but was like, really awesome. In the pa- like besides that. Nobody ever said like this is where you should eat, so everyone just ate wherever they could. Right, right. you just plopped and so yeah. there, there was really there was good things to it, and I think that was a lot of the good things. It pulled some of the traffic away from the vendor hall. Um, I think I think better places to eat. It didn't have the cool feel as I think that Georgia Street yeah. alley yeah. almost has. Yep. Where like the tents are set up, the music's kind of playing. It just because it was kind of more. You feel like you're lot. in the middle yeah. of everything. Right. It was in the parking lot, which again, it, if we're looking at good side, it, things were spread out a lot more. Oh, okay. Um, they went all the way down the street. There were a bunch of food trucks all the way down the street. Um, I actually got something other than island noodles. Did you I got get this lobster nacho. roll? I did oh. not get a lot. Dave. <laughs> yeah, we got the lobster roll. Someone got a lobster roll. I got this Sounds nacho good. thing that it's was really great, though. but it's because I got island noodles twice the first day that I felt like I could, oh, yeah. you know, so I got it for dinner <laughs> on the way. Island island noodles. Noodles. Like, you just said, I felt like I could, like without being yeah, embarrassed like I didn't about wanna, it. <laughs> I, like I, I didn't want to take money I, from them. <laughs> yeah. So, but everything was, uh, everything about the food and the food truck thing felt the same, right? You go out there, you get your food, you come inside and you eat. Oh. So that was cool, gross. And <laughs> thank you for acknowledging. Um, to kind of throw some games in there, I met with Ola from Board and Dice and she showed me um, Nuculum. Ooh, Have cool. you seen this? Oh, thing? yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, this is the new um, Simone Luciani uh, Turtsy oh. game. It is the hotness right now it on BGG. Looks fucking great. Is it not out yet? It's mm-hmm. coming out at um, Essen, probably. Essen. It oh, looks okay. fucking great. Like, if you are a brass barrage person this game is big and heavy huh yes she told me she's like this is the heaviest game we have coming out she's like it's heavier than Tawantan Suyu which I think was their previous heaviest game she's like it is it's heavy and she was like talking to me and I was like this is I want it this is I want the game because it also has to me okay it's gonna have fucking trains in it because you gotta make connections and routes and shit like that which sucks but at least the theme is kind of cool what they say it's like an alternate 1920s universe where it's got that like green. Yeah. So instead of like the industrial revolution, what happens is they found nuclear energy. That's uh, kind of what they did. So they mm-hmm. alternate history. So it's got a cool. The green. Like, you're building these power Simpsons. plants. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah like like the, that radiation yeah. kind of color. Uh, you know, the thing that like, goes yep. in its pocket yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So there's. Um, nice. Yeah. So you're making these connections and all this kind of stuff, but there's like sweet player boards and these things slide in to give you all these power. And she just like kept going and explaining. I was like, oh my God, this game is fucking. Are the player boards dual layered? If yes. they're sliding in, I mean. Yes. And they hold tiles. So they're <laughs> they dual layered tiles. there. <laughs> I know. It looks really awesome. I'm going to, like I want it. It's funny. That happened last year when Toledum Tiletum yeah. was yeah. set up. Yeah, and I remember was, I was like, I have to have this right now. Yep. Give me that copy. Give me it now. Yeah, I want I know, that and they one. did. That's kind of what Borden did. They, Barcelona was their more of Gen Con release, mm-hmm. and now they they, and they previewed. It seems like they have a pattern of like, here's 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 what's next. Here's this game, but, but our biggest game is coming is, out. Yeah. Yeah. So you the, almost feel like, yeah, when I bought, I remember when I bought Terracotta Army, I was like, this is cool and everything, but I want that one. But I want Tile <laughs> yeah. Tummy. Give me that. Give me I Tile want the Tummy. Tile Tummy. Yeah. Tile tummy. So 
Um, we, you know, we demoed games, walked around a ton. Mm. Uh, we did our escape room on Thursday night, which was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, we went to the same place that we normally go to, the escape room in Indianapolis, the Terry. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it was probably the worst room we've done. What I think the, the, the theme. It was a bank heist. It's oh, kind of okay. cool. That sounds cool. But all the puzzles led to like lock comp, like it was oh, like, like a dial Oh, those are lock. the worst when it's only combinations. So that then you- there was some pinch points where like we're waiting for someone to turn a dial. And I don't like that the, that the puzzle or the challenge is like turning this lock a certain way. Like that's not what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we didn't turn it three times to the left. We'd only turn it twice to the left. And it's like, that's not a fucking puzzle. No, that's right. not. Right. So that was a little bit annoying. Um, it's, it was still fun. We, you know, we drank beforehand and the measles were there and it was, just, it was still just, it was entertaining. The experience was good. Yeah. The, the game itself, maybe not. Right. Cool. Good. Yeah. Uh, Dave and I got to go to this Pandasaurus like media content creator thing, Sweet. which was awesome wow. on Thursday night. Okay. They had some games set up. They had like an open bar. They, oh, cool. you could play games and mingle. Dave played the Fox experiment. The, um, Elizabeth Hargrave. Oh, new game, oh, right. Which is on Kickstarter. The one and where they be have shipping. like babies and stuff. Yeah, it's like, like you mate. take foxes. You want to take the most docile foxes every generation. You play like five generations to basically take these foxes and to make them domestic. So you're domesticating the foxes? Yeah, which I guess is based on a real experiment in Russia and all this kind of stuff. She's always been cognizant of like- They just history. fucked the nicest fucked. foxes. Yep. Yeah, it's like, you're a nice fox, you're a nice fox. You two fuck. fuck. Get together. And make bang, a nice- and Bang it out. A nice fucking baby. <laughs> and then I'm going to take that one and make And that baby's going to fuck. Maybe yeah. it'll fuck its mom. It's basically- a, It's all the fox Gross. fucks. Yeah, the fox fuck, fucking. The fucking experiment. <laughs> um, Dave like liked- He was like, can I buy this now? And it, was, it wasn't available there. They're oh. kind of going through Kickstarter and stuff like that. Only fans. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you have to pay, pay $4 a month and you get to the watch the Fox. Yeah, only, only fans yeah, get, get to, to start watch run, them. getting get involved to, in, in crowdfunding. Yeah, you get to watch them bang. <laughs> so that's cool. All right. So that was Thursday. So then Friday, I'm just going to go day by day. I don't really care. Do it. Um, Fuck do it. it. Fast forward if you think I give a shit. Whatever, I don't care. 119. Go to a different episode. <laughs> uh, so on Friday, we were again nervous because we're like, God, Thursday was fucking bananas. Yeah, it's only going to get worse. It didn't feel like that. And I think a lot of it has to do with the organization of. That lore kind of Tell us what they did, Jeff. Okay, so there is, if you don't know, let's say that you can enter this, gross, uh, you can enter this hall <laughs> from, it's a big square. Think of it as a rectangle. Okay? okay. You can enter it from two sides. Okay, there's a short side and a long side. You wanted to, if you were a Lorcana person, you wanted to go in the middle of the long side. That was where the big, giant fucking gathering was on Thursday. Okay. What they did is they started a um, a line in the middle of the hallway that basically stretched all the way down the long side. It then bent around. They, like, put a giant gap, and it bent around Card Hala, swung people down a hallway, and kicked them outside. Mm. Starting when? Um, people could line up at 6 p.m. the night before. Did anyone? The night, but I'm sure yes. so many people did. So it there was like okay. So here's, here's what I do know. So Juan, who is uh, like QVO games on Instagram, it's who like I ran into hours. a couple times, he stood in line on I think it was Friday, and he got there at six in the morning. Okay. Okay, six six thirty in the 12 morning. Twelve hours after you he, could get yep, in. Yep, and he was number like two twenty. Okay. So wow. I I don't think there was more than maybe and he got hundred. He got yeah he got it. They wouldn't let you in line. They gave you a wristband. So if you got in line and they gave you a wristband, you were getting something. Okay. So that was at least, if, if you were in line, they're like, nope, we get, we have our 500 allotment for the day. You didn't and have to stand in line you know, and then get fucked at the end. Do you know? Oh, man, that would be a great line <laughs> yeah. to get in. <laughs> you don't have to, but you could. I'd wait 16 hours yeah. to get fucked at the end of a line. <laughs> Well, you at the beginning of the line. You don't know like, if it's man or woman. Well, we were but talking hey, about like, what if you have to go to the bathroom or something? But so if you have a wristband, obviously, like 
Yes. You can and, prove okay, you're in the line. But throughout that whole line, there are like Ravensburger employees that I'm sure you could be like, can I go pee and come? And they'll, well, they'll also, like Well, also, do you know what they were allowing you to purchase? Yeah. So basically, they were allowing you to purchase, make one purchase of Lorcana. So you can get a booster box. You can get one booster box. And what they did is they actually cut the corner of your um, badge. So you could not get back in there. Or you could buy up to this certain amount. It was like a booster box and these packs or whatever. I don't know. But there was like this these four things you could buy. So you could buy up to that much or you could just buy one little pack. And that would be your one purchase. So you could do one purchase for the whole weekend. They cut your badge even after the one pack? Yeah. So oh you could go gosh. one purchase. So if you got up to the front, you should just buy as much as you can. Yeah. Like if you were that committed, you should just buy as much as you can. I don't know. I wouldn't. Probably somebody did. But to get in line to buy one little pack would have been silly, mm-hmm. I think. To buy a box and the starter kit would probably what you wanted. That's the whole point. Yeah. Why so would you wait 16 hours? Well, I guess you think you might 200 bucks, 250 was probably maybe that's like the top. So you buy all your shit, they cut corner, mm-hmm. you're done. Um, there were rumors and talks of people buying like a Sunday badge and then I have my four-day badge and then oh, I have my Sunday geez. badge so I can get back in line Sunday and they'll cut the corner. Of my, Is you know this what like mean? not available anywhere else? Like what the not heck? Until yeah, but here's couple, the thing. Like it's coming out like soon. <laughs> it is. Like almost here's, like next weekend. It's so here, I was trying to crazy. figure this thing out about all of this talk. Is it because it's Disney? Disney makes it huge. Yeah, and it's a, a CCG. So there's that rare chasing. Yes, people thing, were you know buying them and selling things immediately. Right. It's also a big content. Like if you are trying to make a YouTube video and you're trying to get people to watch your channel, I'm going to unbox right my now. things. Yeah. And in terms of like CCG or whatever this, te- I don't know what it is. Is it CCG? Yeah. BC? So CCG, TCG, similar. Every single card that Ravensburger makes is there. That means that there are rares. You are in the building with every rare card that's made, right? So maybe you have a higher chance. I don't know if you have a higher chance or you at least know it's there. Like if I go to my local game store. Every bit of product they had was at Gen Con? I believe so. Wow. They might have stuff back in the warehouse, but that wasn't at local stores. Like (laughs) nothing's at local stores yet. So I think that maybe that's a bigger pull to Mm -hmm. go like, because the person that's going to go to RIW, our local game store, they couldn't go on Gen Con weekend and go buy anything and get the rares because they were, everything was at, yeah, at, Gen Con, Con. so at it what was point? And it doesn't have to be now because you, I don't. You might have it worked in. At oh. what point can we talk about this theft? Okay, right now. Okay, let's talk Wait, about this. So theft. it was it Lorcana? No, 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 no. So oh. the, Lor, this uh, is a this is a Ravensburger came out transition. immediately and was like, it wasn't our shit. Right. Okay. So somebody rumoredly I didn't know. said I that they it was. saw. Yeah. Well, Jeff, tell, tell us what happened. So there was this picture that went out. Was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday night. Like when it happened? Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not it sure exactly when the convention night. even started. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was before the it was before the convention opened, but I don't know if it if, sure, the, thir- if it had, Thursday. It anyway. could have been Thursday or Friday. It was just before the Oh. Right. So, it might have been before before Gen Con happened, but these I thought two it, douchebags <laughs> stole like an entire fucking cart of boxes. Yeah, like a pallet okay, that ended of, up coming out that I think Wizard of the Coast said it was magic cards. How? Oh, it was magic card. How did they, they do They said this? it was like $300,000 worth. Okay, first of all, let, let's just talk about these guys, okay? <laughs> these are two guys that are just, like, they're just walking in and taking an entire fucking pallet of cards. First of all, if you're going to be a criminal, we're living in COVID times still. Put a mask on so you can fucking cover your face up. There There's is cameras everywhere. And they're so clear. These uh, dudes, yeah. like, it's, you're right. It's like, not like the Sasquatch if, picture. Oh, yeah. If that guy was my friend, I'd be like, that's Steve. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, you would fucking know. Well, it now there's be like, articles uh, with their pictures oh, yeah, they, and their they names everywhere. Well, they know immediately. One more than that. They have a board game. These yep. two guys yeah. published a designed and published and a board game. Yep. on. And it's on Board Game Geek, and it's not doing too great. I think it was like 2015. But one of the guys 
guys was wearing the shirt of the board game he designed and it's caught on <laughs> they're stealing the pallets like how else are we gonna figure yeah. out it's this fucking guy yeah. well it's funny because how like, easy could he in make the it? article they were like if you know you know where they are and i'm like how do they not find them? i agree like, how have they not found them yet? i think they i think they knew their identity and names right away like as soon as they it don't happened, have an they address knew. for these people and i think that they went to look for them and they said all right let's just open it up to the public because if these dude yeah. bags are like, I think on the they ro- live in New York. So yeah, because three hundred thousand like- dollars—that's a big. You're going to prison. Like you're going to real oh, life prison. Fucked. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. If they get you didn't caught, just like walk well, I mean, by and steal like, oh, like I stole yeah um, hundred dollars. Yeah, or something. I grabbed a game off a shelf. But it's right. so right. it's so weird to me away. because these guys do not seem like they're like Ocean's Eleven type uh, material, no. right? These were like me and Jeff walked in and we were like, hey, "You want to steal that? Should we just take that? Okay, there was no walk out. There was no plan. They might as well have waved to every camera." And been like, my name is yeah. Ian. Every camera caught them. Like the one thing they did is they had one of them had the Gen Con lanyard on, but yep. took the took their name badge off. So, so they, they they did something. <laughs> so these guys are gonna get caught. Like they're Perfect gonna get crime. caught. They're gonna be in prison. I'm sure they'll cut a deal and not end up in prison. But like, I wonder what what kind of time you can get for this. It's three hundred grand like, estimated value. Is larceny? Right? Yeah. Is that the? Is it grand, grand larceny? larceny? Is that like a? Is that, that's a name of a thing. I've heard of that. That's a crime. Yeah, that exists. Natalie, look up Grand Larson. Okay. Be, our, be our resident lawyer. It's, yeah. I, and it's like, I wish, there was all these funny jokes about it. Like, I wish they would have just stole like card sleeves. Like, did they know, know. it was in there? Just something. I like, know. It, it, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. And they, and they you know, to, to Lorcana's thing, they didn't take the Lorcana card. So that, would you know, that there's a lot of people that were happy. I'll tell you what. Because they didn't. They're stupid, but. The trick is to walk out like you did, like you own right. it. Right, that's what they did. They, <laughs> they just, just walked in and were like, "We're honestly, taking this." I wouldn't have like stopped these. No one would have just stopped these people. Well, maybe I feel like Wizards of the Coast. Is that who it happened to? There was no because employee they, wait, at Wizards of the are, Coast. Are they a magic thing? Yeah, yeah. So yes, that's them. Right? Are they magic or are they D and D? Maybe they're D and D. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, they looked that up too. Um, <laughs> well, but how is there not an employee there? That's not like. What are you doing? I know. Were they just sitting? Like, was a whole bunch of people just around and they just walked in and were like, oh, "Where we work for whatever." Yeah, we're taking. I don't these. know if I would have questioned in it. Indiana, but yeah. the yeah. amount of money to steal, um, for it to be considered grand. Three hundred and one thousand. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, so grand is grand the highest larceny. Is there a great grand? I don't know. <laughs> and it says <laughs> great grand great larceny. Grand larceny. Grand larceny. Oh, larceny. My grand larceny. Wow. Okay, wait. It is which is Wizards of the Coast, by the way. Okay, so they do magic. Yeah. Um, it was cool for them to be back at Gen Con. They've been like gone for a while. Yeah. And it's okay. cool. Like, how oh. can you have how can you have Gen Con and not have Wizards of the Coast? You know what I mean? Like right. it's cool that they were back. So I'm glad that they were. So there's a different presence. this is like in Indiana. So there's different levels. So there's petty theft. Okay. That's there's, a real petty. Like when you steal something somebody really bitch. needs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so and then there's grand larceny level six. Ooh. Um, $750 to 49,000, which is a felony that's punishable by a fine up to 10,000 and a max prison sentence of two and a half years. <gasps> but grand so larceny 50,000 and up. Yeah. Is level five, which is punishable by a fine of up to 10,000 and a max prison sentence of six years. Six, six what, years for like fifty. Grand grand? There's not like four, higher than that. Three, two, yeah, what's one. four, three, two, and one? Or is it just six it and five? Six and five. Say, yeah. so stupid. Who would name it that way? But and, I don't know. I, I mean, that's like one. Indiana. <laughs> I don't know if it's considered. That's where it happened. So yeah, that's yeah. 
Unless it's like, do they charge him in the state that that came from? But no, it's probably going to be Indiana. They're yeah. going to go, like, they're going to prison. If I was them, I'd be like, I'll pay 10 grand. <laughs> Here, I'll, yeah, pay, I'll pay the fine. Yeah, 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 give me the fine. I have these magic cards you can buy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I pay you in magic I'll pay cards? Magic card. um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was crazy. So, they, okay, let me ask you this as yeah. well. They have to know that they're fucked. Oh, yeah. They have to know. They when have to be like, hey, hey Jeff, the news we're, all, we're literally everywhere, everywhere. Yes. all over the place. Uh, yeah, you didn't you didn't get away with it for even a day. Like, you didn't, Mm-mm. it wasn't like, oh, right Mm-mm. now it's coming out. No, yeah. you got, you got caught and right away. And how stupid. Like, like you, if it was Ryan and I, would we both be sitting at home going, I should probably rat on Ryan so I only go to prison for one day. <laughs> like, who's going to be the be first like, one? I would to, be like, I'll take the heat because I love you, Jeff. <laughs> well, not like, only going to be the they, one that cracks on their friends? I've seen the shows. They, like, designed a game, like, that's even higher level than just, like, if you're going to Gen Con, you likely have a bunch of friends who are in the hobby as well and know you. And now on top of that, you've designed a game. So you're probably even slightly more well-known. And so all of these people know about this, that it's you so did this. Could they just How, be like, like Here, here's everything back. We didn't, we didn't sell anything. It's all, here you go. Yeah, but they still stole it. So, well, Maybe. I mean, then it would probably be I up mean, to Wizards of the Coast to press. <gasps> Are they going to get the Pinkertons involved? I know. I think the Pinkertons <laughs> need to be there. Again. Oh, they man, I want to hear about oh, the Pinkertons. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's the ghost. great. Because remember the, the person had the, the unreleased magic set? Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, the Pinkertons. There's, um, <laughs> there is a rating on, so I went to that, that those guys, that game yeah. that they designed. There is there, Right now, there's a one. They're, they have a bunch of ones as just ratings, but there is a one on there that that someone left a comment. They're like, these dudes stole a bunch of stuff at Gen. The game is called Castle Assault. It has a 6.2, which is pretty bad, on BGG. Only 50 comments. Let's see if there's anything new. There's Rated says, yeah. low just for the fact of thievery at Gen Con yeah. by designers. <laughs> yeah. So, man, it was a weird, it was a crazy thing. People just kind of kept talking about it or it was, just came up, right? It was yeah. on the, the fans That's of Gen sad. Con page on Facebook. Do you think a there's bunch. a forum post about <gasps> the designers of this game are accused of stealing 300 grand worth of magic cards from Gen Con last week? There's some comments here. That is so much <laughs> yeah, money. It's just picture. like, here I am. Look at this picture. TJ Dunbar is apparently wearing a Castle Assault shirt on camera while committing this crime. Yeah, who am I? <laughs> you couldn't make this up. Oh, look at this comment. It looks like Words Wizards of the Coast has another job for the Pinkertons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was that you? No, it was Christopher Dong. <laughs> no. Um, Dong. But is this game any good? That's one way to get your game in the news. <laughs> yeah, is it yeah, like... really. I don't know what these. I don't know what Ooh. these guys are doing. This is the clearest picture I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's these two rando like dudes definition. in khakis, and you know what? How bold to think you could just walk in and grab a whole pallet of stuff and like, walk out. And they did. Maybe, they maybe they. Like, who do you think you are? Maybe they're like. Maybe they're both. You know, have you ever seen the movie Fargo? Yeah. Yeah. So in the movie Fargo, um, uh, William H Macy needs money, right? We don't ever find right. out why he needs this money that he basically flubs the VIN numbers on a car. He borrows money from uh, GMAC and gets all this money. And then GMAC is like, uh, we don't ha- where's the the VIN numbers are showing that it's fake. Right. And so there the whole movie is about him trying to get his right. wife. Right. You know, like kidnapped so he can get all this money from his father in law. You never find out why he needs the fucking money. But he's this normal, regular, everyday dude who just needs the money. That's what this is. This is like a new we'll Fargo. Maybe we, they need the money. They need the money for some reason. They're like, hey, this is our last fucking. What do you, what do you think? Oh, we we just walk into this nerd convention and steal, steal from nerds. <laughs> Let's get them. Right. You'll never get us. They are board game designers and they have a right. game it's and he's so wearing right. his shirt. He's wearing the shirt. Maybe they needed the rest of that money to fulfill. Yeah, the yeah people oh are still waiting. Holy shit. I'm sorry. Oh Continue. No, that's, that's okay. The, that was in my the crazy. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Right. So same. that was Thursday. So Friday, like I said, didn't feel as as crazy. Uh, I also on Friday morning got to go to this like AG content 
creator thing with uh, with Vladimir, who was he did like, that last year, right? So nice, yeah. We got with there, right? yeah. Um, Roberto was in the room with uh, me, and so was uh, Bonds was there. So oh, cool. I think it was like that's cool. early. It was pretty cool. Um, and they do like a giveaway. There was like twelve people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And of the twelve people, they do this like little giveaway. Last year, they gave away this like massive like Millennium Falcon Lego. Set. Whoa! I was like, cool. Oh, so that's cool. That's probably three hundred like, grand. We're gonna do. Vlad's like, we're gonna do the giveaway. I'm like, okay, cool. So I ended up winning the giveaway. What? Okay. Oh, really? I didn't Wait, win a Lego I set. Know this? Because it's a surprise. Oh my gosh, surprise. this is crazy. I didn't win the, um, well, I had a one in 12 shot, so it wasn't surprise, like it was crazy. That's still um, good. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. And First prize, I won a, I won like a, like a power brick. Like Aww. a, like a thing that charges your phone. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably that like, is it's probably awesome, like dude. <laughs> it is good. Congratulations! But, but the, heart, the thing that that thing is like, it was probably like seven pounds. I had to carry that fucking thing around all day. But it's cool. Damn. I'm charging it right now as we speak. Are you home. really? Yeah. I'm um, like, I don't see it. I know. I you Where is it? That was a cool. Like he runs it in like the suite in the Marriott. It was just a really cool thing. Um, I got to uh, also meet Olivia from Resonim, who showed me a game that just finished on Kickstarter. I almost wish that we like recorded slightly earlier. This uh. episode came out a week ago, but. Um, it was called, it's called Avant Card. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. You're going to ask me a question later. What's my game of the convention? Don't, don't give it away. I think it's Avant Card. No way. It's that good? Okay. Let, let's preface it? this with, I didn't play a ton of games. Okay. okay. I, let's preface I this with, played, I didn't play it. <laughs> I played like 10, 12 games, like demoed, played, whatever. I didn't right. play a ton. This game is like for a 20 minute kind of like deck building, hand managey, trick takey kind of game is really fucking good. <laughs> I cool. was I, I went and I backed it. I even messaged Olivia. I'm like, Olivia, you're probably going to send this to me, but I want to support this game and buy it. So I like Oh, that's I so went awesome, on it was, dude, because that means I'll probably get the other copy. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it it was just so good. I don't I don't even know why I was just playing and I was like, this is fun. This is a good yeah solid game for like for the time, for the price point, it w- I was yeah, like, this is it. Yeah, but if you're saying game of the convention, this thing must be great. Sure, but I'm going to come back and play, You've like... you played some great stuff. I'll play World of Wonder, like, World Wonders, and these other games, like... Maybe they'll suck. Federation, maybe they'll suck. Yeah. Fuck it. But, I, again, didn't play anything. I can run through the list of games I played. I didn't play anything, like, big or long, but this game... I'm very interested sh- to know think, what you got. I think it surprised me, almost. Well, which, that's which not a goddamn question of... Well, it's not. Well, maybe one with that. That won't be the the answer Shit. to that one. Okay. Anyway, um, went to Lucas Oil, uh, off duty ninjas, hung out with them. Okay, and then I was at uh, Lucas Oil, okay. and I went down. I was in like one of the sweets meeting places. I came down. I sat by myself for a few minutes. Dave was walking around. Okay, and someone comes and like taps me on the shoulder. Okay, and I turn this. around, and this this guy and this woman was like, "Hey, is this like open gaming?" I was like, "I don't really know, but no one's sitting here, so I think you can probably just sit and." Complete ignorance, right? And he goes, I know your voice. <laughs> Shut up. And I'm like, okay, who are you? He's like, I'm Mason Pierce. <gasps> oh, Mason. Wait, <laughs> wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Natalie. Are you telling me Mason Pierce out of 80,000 people randomly tapped you on the shoulder, having no clue who you were, heard your voice, and then recognized you as our greatest fan of all time? That is what he told me. And I was like, I wish that it was, who's the person you love even more than Mason Michael Vinoy. I wish it was Michael Vinoy. <laughs> so 
Hey, Michael. If only Michael Benoit was here. Um, Don't but I was like, that is the most random fucking thing on the planet. That so is we, like, took insanely a picture random. That I think he even posted on the Discord. He's like, so I asked um, two workers and apparently Jeff if this was open. Okay, so I read that. I didn't know that he like just asked just, you out of the, like you were just some. Like, oh, he just tapped me on the shoulder yeah. and was like, is this open gaming? Excuse I'm like, me. I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, I know your voice. I'm Mason Pierce. I'm like, what? How fucking That's random. You can't see my face right now, but it it's so my, cool. I'm like. So now he's met all okay, of well, us. Okay, you guys can see my face. Yeah. Yeah, he's met. Now he's met us all. That's so So that funny. was just so, it was so. That's fucking weird. I yeah. know. It That's was so random. fucking weird. It was like cool. I'm like, this is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you had to feel um, like a rock star. That's sweet. We then, well, I like walked uh, Kevin and uh, the, the measles and Mick Dave Mick were doing some painting. They did some speed right. painting, speed so we painting. watched them do some speed painting. Oh, you watched them? That's which is cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. So we went upstairs, and they were um, they were speed painting, and we like were you know yelling at them. And were they also speed walking? <laughs> yes, I would like to see someone While speed walk painting. and speed paint. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was after Kevin had just ran the like the oh the five yeah, okay. turkey trap. Yeah, the turkey trap, the turkey trial, and. Um, Oh yeah, wasn't he six six six? Turkey trial. Measles yeah. took measles and both of his speed painting thing took third place in both the speed painting. So that's really cool. yeah. he's a bronze medal that. times two winner. Good. No, he's a great painter. Yeah. He's so, that's so cool. great. And yeah. our you know our I'll call it our very own nerd fest painter Jamie Daggers took yep. I first think first she a got gold first in something a gold in one of her. What was it? What was the submitted. event? So you can so. I'm gonna get this wrong and Jamie can correct me, but I believe you can bring in minis to Gen Con. And you submit them for like best oh, of show. Okay. So she brought in a couple and they get judged and they go, all right, these are then going to get even scored even higher. They get a best of show for each category. And if you score a certain amount of points, you get a gold or a first place thing and then a silver and then a bronze. So I believe wow. she got gold in one or both of her things that got into the show, which is amazing. Awesome. She also judged some of the speed painting. She judged your own mini. Yeah. <laughs> I think this uh, one looks the best. Yeah, the best. <laughs> so, so real quick, Jamie yeah. Daggers, uh, if you're coming to Nerdfest next year, you're you're coming to Nerd. Right, you guys coming yes. to Nerdfest? You're yes. coming. When you come to Nerdfest you're next year, Jamie. I wish she tells me that sometimes. She does. <laughs> you're coming this or else. Hurry yes, up. dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> or else. <laughs> I don't think you've ever had to say hurry up to yeah. me in your life. Um, Jamie Daggers <laughs> is uh, the teacher, our 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 instructor. Yeah. Is that a better yeah, word we for do it? An yeah. Our painting where she instructor teaches you some techniques. I'm not saying this very concisely at all. I've said the word teacher and instructor <laughs> like, a million just keep times. Doing it. Keep saying yeah. it. Yeah. She teaches people how to paint and you can you can be one of these people. And now you'll you'll be knowing that you'll be <laughs> Yep, you will. You'll be teaching. We'll do a better job. You'll, you'll be, be instructed, instructed, by, the teacher instructed instructor. by the teacher who yep. teaches you and the gold medal winner. I know. Or yeah. ribbon. It's she so ribbon? cool. Yeah, I don't know. I saw that. I was so proud of her. Yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. So I, if you're interested in looking at the mini, um, there's a huge list on, like, you can go on Gen Con and look at all of them. I put, specifically, I put one of Jamie's in the Discord, if you want to go look at what, what you paint. Yeah, that one's really I was good. like, I need to find it. As soon as Dave posted the thing, I'm like, I need to find it, because I know that she had, like, the Minotaur, whatever that thing was. I was like, yeah. I gotta go get it. That thing was great. Um, so that was really cool to see that. Congrats, Jamie. Friday night, we did the AG Big Game Night. So I really want to hear about this. Okay, so Big Game Night was... Shake that city. Just as fun. There was no, um, we got there early because we kind of made the mistake last year. So we got, yeah, um, we, we got did. there early and we didn't like they, we probably waited in line for like a half hour. And then they did let the same in. problem happen? No. Okay. Okay. Um, I think they were ready or they didn't sell as many tickets or the problem was away from me because the first floor, <laughs> like it might've been upstairs. There <laughs> yeah. was, I didn't notice. Didn't happen I got to me. a seat. <laughs> I got, we got seats and we actually had one long table because the measles went and uh, Dave McCowan went, Dave and Joe went. So we had like a long table. And 
Um, friends that I met that we all met at Gen Con last year. Uh, you remember board for two Jen and Rolly? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So Rolly was running one of the, he was one of the GMs. Okay. The game master. Uh-huh. He was upstairs. So I was like, Jen and her cousin Elise didn't have anybody to go with. I'm like, you're coming with us. So yeah. they came with us and we um, got this just giant table and we played, uh, we played Shake That City, which I think was my favorite of the games that we played. Okay, cool. And that was not in the gift bag. So I was like, damn. That was Wait, one what? I, really? I thought wanted. the ones you played, you got. Is what you get. No, yeah. it just, I don't know if that wasn't, like that's not readily available. Right. What that oh, was. Okay. Well, there was a game in the in the box that I promptly got rid of. Uh oh. Oh yes. All right. Do you want to take the a juice guess? that I want? Do you want to take a guess of what was in the box that I handed off to a family on Sunday morning? <laughs> so Shake That City was not in it. It was not in it. A um, that that um, that polyamino roll and write was in it. Think about think about AEG and what AEG might give. Oh, Ecos. Nope. Oh. Um, is it not like a new game? Oh, I know what it is. It's not that it new. Is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Tiny Towns. Tiny Towns. <laughs> I almost said that, but I'm like, I'm uh, probably wrong. See ya. <laughs> so I'm like, not only am I going to get a fucking copy of Tiny Towns, Joe's going to get a copy of Tiny Towns. Dave's right. going to get a copy of Tiny Dave's like, Dave, I've never Dave, played it. I'm like, Kevin. keep it. Fine. Yeah, maybe you'll like it. I handed yeah. it to a family. I was like, there was this family sitting there, and I was like, are you like, is, are you a family? And they're like, yeah. You the guy was like, it was a guy and his daughters. Yeah. And I was like, here's a game. And it was funny, the, the one of the daughters was like, oh, my dad collects games. <laughs> I'm like, that is fucking hilarious. And here's Tiny Towns. That's funny. And she's I like hope, 27. I hope you like it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like at a giant game convention. Yeah, no. it's so funny. Board games? It's what? just a very like, wow, he loves board games. <laughs> it, it would be like, it would almost be like Scarlet would say something like that. Right? Yeah. It was like yeah, a yeah, seven, totally. eight-year-old that totally. would say yeah. something like that. Right, something so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so Let's Shake That City, shake that city was really good, listened. and I want it. So I'm going to seek that out at some point we then played number drop which is kind of a polyomino um roll and write numbery grouping game um that i have multiple copies of so i gave you one we played deep dive which is just i think fulfilling on a kickstarter that and point city we didn't play point city but that was also that's in the same that's the new point you got that's the new one i have that one um but deep dive is like a pressure luck taking penguins down Deep, Drowning him into the water. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Take him down. And then, and then we played Waffle neck. Time. And Waffle Time is probably their newest okay. of the game. Well, Waffle Time was good. Like four games. games. Last year we only and played there two. Was no, there was no yeah. big game that everyone was playing at the same time. Oh. Uh, oh. I think they were going to do that with the number drop, but it just didn't work. Didn't it work actually out. worked out great because it staggered leaving times. There was right. no giant backup of like this massive line to leave and get your goodie bag. At what point did you know what was in your goodie bag? Not until you received it, or did you know? I kind of, I like walked by, I like went to the bathroom, I walked by, and I was like, fucking tiny, tiny towns. God damn. Because I was really, I really want to shake that city. I played, I was like, I want that. But Waffle Time was in there, and Number Drop, and shit, there was another one. Something else was in there. Tiny Towns. Tiny Towns. Tiny Towns, Waffle. <laughs> yeah, Tiny Towns, Waffle Time, and Number Drop. Those were yeah, the three. Yeah, yeah fucking Tiny right. Towns. So that it's AG night, it was, it was cool. So uh, on Saturday, same kind of thing. We got up. Walked around. I didn't have a ton of meetings on Saturday, which was really nice. So I got to kind of do more of the wandering. Mm-hmm. Wandering. Cool. Um, okay. There was this thing. So we all know Clask, right? I heard of that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw you posted a, 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 on, on Instagram and I was like, why did he do that? Okay. We've had Clask for like several so years. Cool as cool as shit. So Clask had a, and I'll call it like an impromptu event running okay. at their booth. Sure. Okay. It was basically who can play Clask the longest. Oh, without losing. Without losing. Cool. Mm-hmm. So... You go up, you play Clask. If you win, your timer pauses and you wait for someone to sit down. You just sit there. 
Okay. And then you, you play and you, if you lose, you're out and next that, that person's timer keeps going. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you win, you win a trip to Finland. Wow. Whoa. They fly you on a Friday out. They fly you to Finland. That's where people are the happiest in the world. You yeah. come back Friday afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just go there and you fly right back. Uh, it's just a layover. And it's, just, it's just a flight. Yeah. I gotta so get my passport there. for the next gen. Con. On, <laughs> on either Friday night or Saturday, you get to go to not participate, and we get to go to the Clask like Campus national. No, oh. like you get to go see the Clask national tournament. Cool. So you get to go do that, and okay. then you get to have dinner and hang out with people, and then you fly back Sunday. So it's like a three day trip. I'm like, oh, this is the coolest fucking. Yeah, I'm like, are you really flying What's people? Yeah, there was a TV show on YouTube, yeah. YouTube series with Becca Scott and they went to D-Max. Finland. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. like a reality show. So they, um, the person that won was very close to 90 minutes without losing. <gasps> wow. Yeah, and so the I posted that story, and Dave and I went and sat and played, and we both lost to this guy, and we're like, okay, we're gonna come back and check on you. So the winner was like, it right the the person that was in first was like 88 minutes. Wow. And the guy that was playing, he was like, this guy's good. I'm like, okay, well, we'll come back and whatever. So we came back later, and that guy that was sitting there was 87 minutes. He lost by like 40 <gasps> seconds. Oh, man. I was like, oh, my God. It was like, this sucks so bad. They put his name up there as like second, but I'm like, that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to Finland. You're the first one. 40 <laughs> fucking seconds. Right. That's the worst time because you just wasted yeah. your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, so that was, but it was like a cool thing. I'm like, yeah, that's, you that's tell me so more cool. about you that's flying to Finland. Cool. Like, yeah. Are you just in a contest to maybe win to Finland? Because I, w- like, I no, wondered why. I'm like, why is he posting about class? We've known yeah. about class for a decade almost, right that know? was it um yeah. cool That's and they cool. do all these like international like regional events that then qualify you to go to the the world's championship which is pretty cool um i got to meet ross at north star who he is more games please on instagram who you probably follow he has like more 20, games 000. please yeah he is like great pictures he now he works for north star um i he has like 20,000 followers you probably do oh um he's like a really cool down-to-earth guy i got to meet him and talk to him for a little bit um, and the hall on Saturday, for some reason, felt less busy than Thursday. I don't know if it was a Lorcana thing. Do you follow him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that face familiar? Or the no. Mic? Oh, whatever. Not at all. The pictures mm-hmm. that he takes are like the video before he kind of started being um, more in North the Stars guy. industry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he just does. I cool think he's pictures. on TikTok, too. So he's anyway. Um, does it remind me of your pictures? For some reason, he for some reason Thursday felt really busy, and maybe it was the Lorcana thing. But Saturday was well, it was sold out, wasn't it? Yeah. So when we walked into the into the um, convention center, we saw the big sign that says four day badges, and Saturday sold out. We're like, oh fuck, that's like seventy five. Like yeah, seventy five thousand. That's yeah, bigger that's than fifty. That's the that's, that's their biggest approaching one. Nerdfest numbers. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, um, seventy five people. So that one, yeah. So Saturday was <laughs> Saturday was really cool because I just I kind of got to do the hall walking a lot more, which was just fun. So Dave and I walked the hall a ton. We had that Chris Charity Board Gamer event um, at <clears throat> oh, night, right. right at CGE. Yes, which was really fun and great to see all these people who I think that we've all gone from like seeing at places to now like being friends, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then this happened on Saturday. Um, so we go and the CG event is about to start and myself and Dave Madigan and Mick, Dave, Mick and Kevin are all going to meet up. Kevin went and played this like three hour war game in this room with a bunch of people like, dropping bombs and like doing he like did this thing so wow like, and wow. dave like and, farting up a storm yeah <laughs> dropping, mick, dave, mick was doing some drinking D thing it was like <laughs> cool so we all were like let's meet at this bar okay at this hotel lobby bar okay, okay. cool so we're gonna go in joe madigan and i get in there first we walk in we're looking for a table i'm like all right we 
well, it's like, let's just take this big table here, obviously. So I like walk out and I turn around and I see this guy who's wearing the same shirt that I'm wearing. Whoa. Which was a GameCaster shirt. Like it is your shirt. It's my shirt. I mean, he ripped it. part That's of your shirt. Where you look down shirt. And you're so you're he's wearing the same. <laughs> he's like the escape room mister. So I like look at him because the people that are wearing Gamecaster shirts there are like me, Dave, right. Joe. Yeah, you yeah. know the people you know that right. we went there. So with. I'm like, yeah. I don't know that face, and I like point to him, and I like point to my shirt. And I'm like, Do you wh- who like, who are you? The fuck do you yeah. think you are? And then he looked at me, and I I could see him look down at my name tag, and he was like, Dang. he was like, Are you the Are you like the Jeff? <laughs> That's what we I'm call like, you. The mad board I'm like, game. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I'm the yellow. I'm the yellow one. I'm like, that's me. He's I'm like, this one. Holy shit! He's like, I'm Dan Day. I'm, I'm on the Discord. I'm like, I'm like, what's your Discord name? He's like, Dan Day. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> he's like, I don't have any creative, you. so I'm just Dan. And he was like the coolest guy. It was like he was so excited, and it was awesome. He was like. I bought this shirt and he was like, I was going to wear it around. I was going to walk around Gen Con. He was like, I was so excited. People were going to stop me and say hi. And then he's like, nothing really happened all day. And I'm like, well, yeah, that happens to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's normal. Yeah. And Poor and guy. He, like, he thought he was going to so get mobbed. Cool. He like wore it in that moment. He was like, this is so sweet. He's like, I've been telling my friends to listen to you guys. And his friends don't listen Aww. to us. So they very fucking listen to And they won't. Yeah, but you should listen to these guys. No. No. <laughs> fuck no them. Nope. So maybe they will now because they got to won't. meet. And like, we talked to him. We played yeah. games. We played nine tiles, which is this like almost like match madness. Wait, whatever. Oh, uh, when um, he said nine tiles, I thought he was abbreviating nine, nine tiles, tiles panic. panic. No, it's a different game. Just but didn't he say tiles. it was by Oink? Yes, it is. So what? Oink has a game. a game called Nine Tiles yep. Panic, and now a game called Nine, <laughs> nine tiles. tiles. And they have a game called Nine Tiles Extreme. And they're all different. Uh, nine tiles and Nine Tiles Extreme are almost the same. Oh, oh my God! There's a game now but that I just see. It's panic. called. There's another game they have just called Panic. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then one called Nine. And then one called. So it was just like, so we got the, we like sat and had a drink and just like talk. It was just so cool. So cool. I love Um, that. That's a great story. He obviously wanted you guys there. I thought of you immediately because this would have been like, this would have made. Your convention. What time was it? You could have FaceTime. Like, yeah. I would have woken up. <laughs> I hey, yeah. Dan Day. Well, I, when I when I messaged you guys, it, well, it was like just It was happening I was like, right you then. Have to t- I have to remind me. I need to tell you. So tell you, you about said Dan that. Day. He was like, Jeff was like, what did you say? I have to tell you the story about Dan Day yeah. or something like that. And I was like, you can't not tell me now. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm seeing this live. Yeah. Tell me now what happened. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, was I was just, like, I had these these thoughts in my head. I'm like, did they get in a fight with Dan yeah, Day? Punched him. <laughs> <Is> the, <laughs> he kicked my ass after that. But Over I, nine tiles. It was one. a big panic. But his friends were so cool, and they had just been playing like Thunder Road Vendetta, and they were playing a bunch of games. So they they were just nerds, and you know, you were like, I'm one of those. People I'm a nerd. Who swear and like fart jokes like us too. So they should be better. Listen yeah, to our fucking should. show, fucking guys, penis, fucking friends. That's so awesome. So that was just like. The Super awesome. It was so cool. Um, Sunday was a short day. We left kind of after lunch. Um, mm-hmm. I got to meet this guy, Ian, from Floodgate, who was really cool and got to talk to him. Um, he's really looking forward to kind of like listening to the show. And he's like, I want comedy in our board games. And I'm like, well, if you like fart jokes. Listen to um, us. We're yeah, the comedy like, yeah. ones. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we're one of those. That's what they say about us. That's what we yeah. do. They're the comedy so, ones. That's what you do. Somebody said they they found us by typing in entertaining board game podcast somewhere. Oh, all right. oh. I was like, that's a, that's a very specific yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah, and then you found us that way. And none of, nobody else showed up? No. This <laughs> is just us. So this, it was it was a great Gen Con. It was like, again, the only thing I missed was you guys not being there. Yeah, fuck. So next year for sure. Fuck. But it was, um, it was just like, Gen Con is unlike any convention that you'll experience, right? It gives you an experience that no other convention will give you, whether it's good or bad. Like people hate Gen Con and I understand Mm -hmm. people are like, there's too many people and I spend money and why don't I just buy it later? And like 
all your complaints are valid. Yeah. But although, although (laughs) you don't, if you're going to Gen Con (laughs) expecting to get a deal. No, you're yeah. doing it wrong. So that's it's not, more about the experience. You go not there the to get swept up in the in the yes. calamity that yes. is the vendor it's hall. Craziness. You don't go there to be like, "What you're not selling?" Because I did that Tons once. Of people the second or third time I went, I was like, "Is this dumb of me to do? I'm not getting a deal." I feel like the first couple of years we went, they were like, "If you buy with cash, yeah, you or get like a deal." It's yeah. One for thirty or two for 50. yeah. Right. I feel like they don't do that Five, as much anymore. Four. It doesn't bother me at all because that I don't go there for deals. No. no, I go there to get swept up in the calamity. Yeah, and <laughs> and if you're worried about the money or the crowd, just don't go. Right? It's, yeah, it is yeah. going to be massive. Right, you are going Expect to spend that. money. It is going to be just people and backpacks and wagons and inconsiderate. Like, but that's what it is. Yeah. I fucking but it's also love thousands that. And I thousands love all of, of people that. who are just as into the hobby as you are. Yeah, and. Honestly, 95% of interactions I've had with anybody, everybody's been so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're just like you. They want to be yeah. there and see everything. So, for the, for everybody who's like, Gen Con's dumb and I like Origins, it's not, to me, it's not even fucking comparable. Like, the two are not even, it's like, I try to think about a comparison on the way over here. I was like, if you go to a great concert and you're like, all right, I just saw Niles Crane's Wives and that <laughs> was great. But like. That was that's origins, right? But if you like music festival, there are people who live for music festivals. That's like this. That's like a three event. Day it's this, thing. It's this thing, yeah. but it's like some people are like I'm not going to music festivals and sleeping on the ground. But you like music, right? So it's like to me, it was like a totally different thing. Yeah, yeah that's, a, origins, that's a good comparison. I think this right. and origins are not. They're two different conventions. I can feel origins in lots of other conventions. I think like have that same sort of. Mm-hmm itch scratched yep yeah but there is nothing like gen con i I agree with you after we went to origins i did like it i don't think i would compare origins and gen con at all i I don't think i would ever say i liked i like gen con a lot but i think i like origins more i mean i could see you saying that but i wouldn't say that in a comparison way because like you said there so that that we've been to anyway we've never been to essen Mm -hmm. and we haven't been to pax u which i think is kind of approaching higher than it sounds like higher than origins numbers but nothing feels like gen con no origins feels like a bigger version of the smaller conventions you're all used to yeah right Right? like we go to grand con that kind of feels like a smaller version of origins right where origins it's definitely a a, a few notches above well it's kind of like if you there's luckily there's conventions for every person every level of every level every level that you if want you to want experience. to go to one that has like a decent vendor hall but also is like mostly about playing games origins awesome. well i gave you a hard you time the craziness yeah. go to gen con i gave you a hard right. time a few episodes back about how origins was like it was like gen con origins and then way down below was the other conventions i kind of i kind of think that um you were wrong I, I I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. I would. <laughs> I, was right? that. Those are the I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case in any in any respect. Actually, <laughs> what I would say though is probably um, while I wasn't wrong, uh, it did not mean what I thought it meant. <laughs> no, um, I, I do think that Jeff has a great point there that it's almost. Yeah, it's hard to. Compare it's almost them. Apples, it's apples to oranges. oranges. I mean, it's not I quite apples to oranges, only because I'm Sassy talking slower that. because I haven't had yeah. a lot of alcohol <laughs> like you. But I do think that. <laughs> Gen Con, there's nothing, there's no experience that we felt right. that feels like Gen Con. And for, like, I, I still, I'll, I'll, if you don't like Gen Con, I get, like, I get it because it's, right, it's that off. different. It's that different of experience. So the experience is different whether you like it or not, but I fucking love it. Well, what I'll say I love too it. is Gen Con, I, I, I love it. I love it like you do. Um, I do get 
how people could feel sensory overload. Yes. Oh, it yeah. happens to me. Yep. At like once six o'clock is hits, typically I'm like, I want to just go back and crash. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting. Now, not just because we were on our feet all day. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. But no, it's, it's just, just like it there's people overload. everywhere. I need a break. Constant. It's loud. It's yeah. 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 So I can a, understand. They did a pretty good job. I think there were some areas of open gaming that were a lot closer. Lucas Oil had a whole section that was just available for you to sit that Mason Pierce was looking for. Um, <laughs> And there were Hall D also had an area that was like when there's no events, you could just go sit. And sure. Play. What does D stand so for? So they did some, yeah. And they, they did some things where I think some of the things were closer instead of being like all the way at the Marriott or JW or something like that to kind of maybe keep people <clears throat> closer to play games. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just, it's the experience that I just can't, I can't not have. You have to know going in what you're looking for because right. if the people that compare Origins to Gen Con are the people that go to a convention expecting to play games. You don't technically yeah. necessarily... I wouldn't buy a ticket to Gen Con to be like, I can't wait to sit down and play a bunch of games with all my friends. That's not right. That's not really yeah. what you do at Gen Con. At Gen Con, you go and you experience the enormity, the calamity, I'll say it <laughs> for the third time, of Gen Con. Origins, you go to to like, oh, here's some games that came out yeah. and then you want to play yeah. with your buddies. And if you wanted to... If you wanted to book yourself solid Thursday through Sunday of events, you can do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You can like just so many you can't even comprehend. Yeah, and you can make that experience what you want it to. There's a limited experience you have at Origins, right? You you play games, you walk through the vendor hall. This you could you could go. They had a fucking like um a true dungeon putt putt. They had like a putt putt escape room so slash D and D thing. Well, it was all like, like the rest, right? not all of them, but all a lot the of the restaurants around Indianapolis have like special like names for their dishes and drinks named relate like after like that's usually a terrible stuff. plan <laughs> yeah the strip club has people dressed up like pokemon it does Wait, i saw real? that on the fans of gen con thing they were like welcome nerds and they'd like they dress up like nerdy things and take their clothes off <laughs> another I'm way sure to say that make, is welcome nerds I, i'm <laughs> oh i'm sure that they make a fuckload of money literally yes yeah. a fuck load yeah <laughs> This just writes itself. Have you? you, Can I ask you questions now, or do you have more to go? No, I have no no more to say. Okay, game of the convention for you, and interpret that however you want to. Yeah, I think, I think, avant card was my game of the convention because it surprised you. I think so. I think it surprised me, and, and it's also a game that I'm like, okay, I think I could play this game a lot. Really? Yeah. Okay. What was your surprise of the convention? Ooh. Um. I think. I'm looking at the games that I played. Um, okay, I think that probably Waffle Time might have been my surprise. Really? I liked that more than I kind of thought. Maybe it was a cute because it was a waffle. <laughs> doesn't have to be a game, by the and, way. Yeah, hmm, hmm, hmm. I was also like surprisingly disappointed in the escape room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to Here's, wanna a, go here's the thing sense. about that. You might be the 1%. Of escape room professionals, <laughs> yeah, you're very and good we were at with a bunch of people who are like, we've all done it before. Yeah, so we've done right? a lot. Of I mean, that. it's it's gonna it's got to be at this point hard to impress you. Yeah, and that place for the last few years has impressed. Yeah, like the ones we've done. Like remember the one we the yeah. one we did there was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they were a little bit of a let. Okay. The crawling through um, the tunnel one. I couldn't. Yeah, do that it. was that one. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you did it, man, and we won. <laughs> Dave, Dave pulled me out. He's like, "No man left behind." Come on, you can do it. <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, moment. Tip. What was your moment? I think meeting. I think meeting Dan was cool. I figured that. Just yeah. the whole thing of like, what are the odds that we run into each other in this bar in the hotel? 
Yeah. That I was going to go to the CGE room first and I would have missed him. But mm-hmm. I didn't know into the bar first. Also, the moment cool. you had with Discount Michael Vinoy is really cool, too. I know. <laughs> like, like, I really wish it was Michael. Like, if it was Michael Vinoy, it probably would have been, been your moment. moment at the convention. Well, how funny but because is it turned that, out like, it was the B people, team. It's not like you were just in the vendor hall and just, like, passed by them. It was, like, these other random outside of that moment. Like, you're not in a crowd of people. Yeah. Right. It was just, yeah, it was, though, though that was, those two things were just. Okay. Nice. And then my last question. What will you remember the most from this year's Gen Con? Hmm. God, maybe a little bit of combination. First of all, the Dan thing is cool. Dan and Mason thing are cool. I'll remember that. I'll keep that. But like maybe just the craziness of the Lorcana. Like Yeah. The Ooh, Thursday yeah. Lorcana crowd. Yeah. And did even, you know even about the, the theft while you were there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we talked about that. I didn't know we didn't know what it was, I think, until later. All they said was like Ravensburger was like, it's not our shit. And I think that's all we kind of knew. But I think just that that craziness, I've never seen, you know, everybody sees the the running of the nerds like marching in to yeah. get a game. Right. Right, we saw that with with Bonsai and with Sky Team, and people were walking in to get something. But the fact that this thing was lined up for hours and hours and hours, almost like twelve hours before, is bananas. That is more bananas for me. It was like that was crazy. Okay, and then my alt, my very last, my PS question yes. is: Where does this Gen Con stack up to all the previous Gen Cons you've attended? I think it's probably right with like fifty. I think that the the COVID Gen Cons are so different. Yep. This felt this was pre-COVID again. This felt like back to normal. This felt like mm. back to normal. There were people wearing masks, which was great. If you felt like you needed to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you didn't, you didn't. I didn't see anybody like <clears throat> overly angry about wearing one or not wearing one or, mm-hmm. you know, that. So just it was mild just, anger. Yeah, just like, yeah. Not just overly. Like, you know, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> um, but it felt like it felt like the Gen Con that I wanted during COVID. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. COVID things were nicer. It was like, oh, we had the place to sit. It's not right. as busy. But I'm like, I don't There's come also to Gen not Con. A lot of publishers here. Yeah. Right. I don't come to Gen yeah. Con for not busy. Yeah. I come to Gen Con for the the fucking spectrum. Right. Smack me right. in the face. And that was with that games. felt like fifty <laughs> and fifty one or whatever the first kind of couple that we went to. It was I think it's right in line with that. In terms of number of people, it was probably fifty. Um <laughs> But I also think like as we grow the show and as we grow like our content, it gets a little It's more fun. It's different and it's more yeah, fun and, it's and it was just it was it was a blast. You repped the show proudly, my yeah. friend. Yeah, thanks. Very Handed good. out some pins. <laughs> yeah, cool, Sweet. nice, yeah, it was awesome. Great. Um, so way back, I mean, this is it was hard for me to remember. Way back in May or June, I backed a game. No way. Way what? back. Did when. Natalie know about this? Uh, I don't know about any of them. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the fourth game in the loaded roll and write series by Motor City GameWorks called. French Quarter. Fourth oh, game. Bonjour tout le monde. Fourth game. The first three games in the series are you know, Fleet the Dice Game, oh, Fleet. Three Sisters, and Motor, Motor City. City. So, big shoulders Sassy to stand on, also. or big shoes to fill, or whatever the correct idiom is. This game has a lot of work to do, as it's already in the shadow of Giants. Yeah. Now, that's a cool idea for the fifth game. In the shadow of if giants. you're listening out there yeah. in the shadow of giants, that nice. fuck, that's a cool title. And the game should suck because it's in the shadow. In the of shadow giants. of giants, yeah. or it's, it's like the good. whole game is about trying to live up to. They're like a bunch of mini. Your games father, who's been like, beating you your whole. Anyway, back oh to French God. Quarter. Oh my uh, God. Seven clicks warning. too far. So the Kickstarter. <laughs> so the Kickstarter ended just a couple months ago. How the fuck do I already have this game in my giant fat hands? <laughs> Oh well, my well, god, your hands are fucking huge. Remember that meme or whatever? Who was it? Dog <laughs> yeah, Power? Yeah, Nestor. Or, uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, Dog Power. God, your giant hands. hands. That's what you said I did. Well, seeing as Matt Riddle <laughs> is a good buddy of mine, he just sent me a prototype copy for me to review. 
Just kidding. Oh, Just no, kidding. You, you think I have that much fucking swagger? I pledged at the <laughs> level where one of the prototypes will be sent. And what I didn't realize is they would send it almost immediately after the campaign ended, which was perfect for me because now I can get it reviewed and you all who missed the Kickstarter can still late pledge okay. if it all works out. That helps. So like me in French Quarter. <laughs> which is the first flip and roll and write that I know of. Players are exploring the French Quarter, which is a neighborhood in New Orleans, Natalie. It's famous for its vibrant nightlife and colorful buildings with cast iron balconies and where the famous Bourbon Street is, Natalie. Natalie doesn't know Jeez, much about such cultural things, so I have to remind her from time to time that life also exists outside of our house and my personality. Anyway, players oh, are Ryan. exploring the neighborhood and sampling uh. the food, culture, shopping, hot spots, mystic customs, and taking in the vibrant nightlife, Natalie. Each player, like all other games in the Loaded Roll and Write series, including the new one coming out next year called In the Shadow of Giants has two <laughs> sheets of paper they're going to be interacting with. In this game, one sheet is basically a grid that makes up the French Quarter. And each building on the streets uh, are the places you are going to be traveling to. You start with your player pawn on one of these designated buildings and then to start the game. Players are flipping cards from decks and then rolling dice that match the colors of those decks. On your turn, you simply choose one die and carry out the action on the card it's associated with. So if I pick the red three that was rolled, I take it and then carry out the action on the red card, which will have me cross off icons on tracks and allow me to move my player pawn around the buildings of the French Quarter. You want to do this because the buildings also have icons for you to cross off on tracks, but then they also have a space that you write the pip value of the die you took on it. So I'd write a three on the building that I landed on. This is important because at the end of the game, you will score points in an Orleans way, which is funny because this is about new Orleans, where you will multiply <laughs> your point modifier by the number of buildings you have visited on a certain street. For instance, if I visited five houses on Bourbon Street, one of the tracks I was crossing off all game had me reach a second victory point scoring bonus. So I'll multiply five houses by two and score 10 points. So the more houses or buildings that you visit on Bourbon Street, the better. The trick is, is that you can only write numbers in the buildings that are either exactly the same or plus or minus one of adjacent buildings. So once I write that three on the building I'm on, the adjacent buildings now can only have a two, three, or four written on them. And this is the heart of French Quarter. The puzzle is where the game comes alive. How do you manipulate the dice and the cards such that you are crossing off icons on tracks to get those scoring modifiers up while also visiting buildings in the French Quarter that are all on the streets you need them to be on. There's, there are, of course, other things in the game. Those uh, scoring tracks will also give you the chance at big bonuses that break the game throughout, which is really fun. And there's an icon set collection game type thing going on. And it all comes together and definitely feels like the next game in this four-part series. So things I liked about French Quarter. I think the theme of this one speaks to me the most of all of them so far. What do you think about that, Natalie? I agree. I really enjoyed the theme. You'd think, living in Michigan, that Motor City would have been the, that for me, but I'm not really a car guy. I'm not an industry guy. I'm an, I'm an artsy-fartsy type with hands the size of Rhode Island kind of guy. I don't care about growing pumpkins and beans or fishing the wharf, but playing music and eating food in New Orleans <laughs> is something I can really identify with and not a theme I've seen much in board games. And so it spoke to me immediately and got me a little juiced up to play. It started in the positive because of the theme. The game flows very simply. I really like the combination of flip and roll and write and thought it worked really well. The decisions you make every turn are not always obvious. And I love that part of it because you need to both consider the card 
that has icons you need versus movement points you need versus pips on the die you need because you can only write pips on the die that are one exactly exactly the number or one or, or minus above or below. You need all three of these usually equally. And so getting them all to work together is usually really difficult. And so you typically need both of the dice you get to pick each turn but you only select one at a time. And so your opponents are likely going to steal the other one that you need right from under you. So how do you make what's left over work for you? And that's really a cool decision point, I thought. Uh, it's always fun to tick off boxes and gain icons to tick off more boxes. I really liked the pacing of this one. It was super quick to learn, super quick to teach, and super quick to play. That was a really big market its favorite. But things I didn't like. Like the other game in this series, it's a pretty robust game in a little box. That said, I feel pretty confident saying this is far and away the lightest of the four of these. Not a bad thing. We'll see where in the shadow of giants falls, but this one <laughs> felt pretty light to me, which is not necessarily a bad thing. However, I left the game feeling like I wanted a bit more. And the more that I wanted was more action chaining. This has the least amount of action chain of all four of these games so far. I was really missing that. There's some, don't get me wrong, but it's just not as pronounced and upfront. And I missed that. And it felt like my experience suffered a touch because I was really expecting it. So while the game won me over with its theme and presentation, I felt a bit underwhelmed with both the weight and the lack of the action chain. But overall, I did really enjoy French Quarter, and I feel like there are some great ideas in there. It's a worthy addition to the loaded Roll and Write series, and if I had to rank them, is that what you were going to ask me, Jeff? I was, and then I have a follow-up Yeah, question. follow it up. No, rank them first. My order would be, and I'm going to ask you this, Natalie, too, after we're done. Three Sisters is number one. Number one. Motor City is number two. Motor City, number two. French Quarter is number French three. Quarter, number three. In the Shadow of Giants is number, number four. four, and Fleet, Fleet the Dice, the Dice game game is number five. That's even Ted Lasso. And I like Fleet the Dice game. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What did you? Okay. What was my your follow up is, I believe that this would have to be a tactical decision that if they made four games that are all the similar weight, yeah, are they competing against themselves? Like you made three games: Fleet, Three Sisters, Motor City, right? That are all heavier-ish roll and rights. Do you make another one and just keep? over flooding your own market that's like, probably is this like a lighter one to go all right here's the lightest one and then in the shadow of the giants might be even you know <laughs> it's gonna be the heaviest heavy. one to date but it's like heavy as fuck at what point do you go all right do i need four that are exact that give me the same feels yeah that's a good point um i don't i wonder if they thought about stuff like that like are like we don't want to compete with three sisters so we're not going to make a game like that or if they're just like this is fun okay, this is what Let's we got see yeah. what happens yeah, yeah right. true. or maybe they're like um they right, kind of have like be. similar games, <laughs> but like, you know, for the people who aren't as into like the Motor City theme or the garden theme, maybe learn to this theme. Here's it's your New Orleans you pick theme. and choose like what you you feel, what like speaks to you. Yeah, agreed. What did you think, Natalie? Um, gosh, I, oh, all gosh. I kept thinking was <laughs> good thing Jeff's on this podcast because it would be the most boring thing because I'd just be like, I think the same thing as Ryan. <laughs> like <laughs> Every single thing you said, I'm like, he's taking all my points. Nothing oh, I'm going to say shit. is new. <laughs> All right, what are you playing, Jeff? But I think what I, Ryan thinks also. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Ryans. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, I I also think I also enjoyed this game. Um, and even though I enjoyed it, I also think that I'm just gonna say between Three Sisters and Motor City in this, it's my least favorite one, but I still liked it. And the only reason it's my least favorite one is because it had less action chainy moments. I think Ryan said that already. 
totally did. Yeah, we were playing and we were like, I was like, at first, the very first few turns, I was like, this is really cool. The flip and roll and write thing is yeah. really cool. You flip cards over like Demeter. So there's like a bunch of different cards okay. and they all flip over and they each have uh, icons to cross off and number of movement points on the card. And then you roll the dice that are match the colors of the cards and then you like put them on the card. So you have like, I rolled on the red die, I rolled a five. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's cool. And then you take a die and you get to cross stuff off. And you're like, oh, this is fun. And then at, the game's going midway and you're like, but the action really increase, right? Because in, in those up. other games, it's like, okay, you get a little bit and then it like, yeah, then you up, start up, to up, be up, like, up. oh, this goes here and I can do that. Yeah. And then this, oh, this is a great turn. That. that didn't really like happen. A few times you might be like, oh, I did this and now I can get this. You know, but it's yeah. like doesn't go much beyond the chain that. was like one. Yeah. Okay. I'd say more what this did was it gave you like, um, like action special chode. things that you could do. Nobody's <laughs> chilled. Like a like an extra like thing you could do, or like a thing you could save for later and do whenever you want to like help you out in a tight spot. It did more of that than necessarily like big action chain right. stuff like yeah. the other games. Um, one thing that I typically wouldn't, I think that I would like, but I actually did like was there was one track that that had the biggest multiplier but it actually like hurt you like all the other tracks yes. it gave you Paper like cut. benefits ah, but ouch. this like had stuff that was like and they weren't so bad where you're like i'm not going on this track because it's gonna screw me well, over plus you have to go on that track sometimes yeah that's true like i felt like so many times when the cards came out i'm like well you don't have a choice but to you gotta pick go up one yeah, that you gotta harm yourself. will like yeah have you check yeah. off on that track but that's kind of a neat um, idea i like sometimes maybe with the combos like oh i get something good but I also take something bad. I yeah. always like that in games. And it's kind of a press your luck thing because you have to make sure to get what's really good about it. So basically every track has a multiplier, point multiplier, one, two, or three. If you get so far on the track, you unlock one, two, yeah. or three, right? This track Natalie's talking about is like one, two, five. Right. So, it, but you have to kind of go ham on it and you're yeah. hurting yourself the whole game until you finally get to it. So you can get to a yeah. point where you're hurting yourself a lot and then you don't make it. Yeah. That right. So that's like crazy. Yeah. Hard. Um, cool. Can I say one more? You have one more thing. I wanted to say one more thing in the negative that I found, and I don't, I want to also caution this. It's we got the prototype now. It looks like it's done. Okay, I'm sure it's not. Yeah, that's I didn't. The say one thing about I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say. I'm only gonna say one thing. Sure if it in, was like final. I hope that they are messing with the size of the words on the streets. Not even just the size, but like. Maybe there's like the boldness or like it needs to stand out. The clarity. Or, you could not yeah. read them. It was like so tiny and like, like they like almost blended like in with the, maybe yeah. it's more of like a personal print instead of like a professionally. Yeah. Printed I'm guessing, I'm but. guessing it's, it's something like that. It's the artwork all seems exactly the same. We get, you got the player pawns. I think you're getting in the, in the actual Kickstarter copy. Okay. The only thing we those don't have, look like they there's like 3D printed. cool swirly. Yeah. I mean, but there are those, they're that exact shape, right? Oh, it's those things. Yeah. Okay. Um, the dice are going to be like swirly colors, I think, instead of oh. just like straight up red. And they're going to have like, they have like that. What's that New Orleans uh, fleur de lis? The fleur de lis. Yeah. The de lis thing. That'll be like the one or the six mm -hmm. or something on the die. So that's cool. Oh, but yeah, cool. so everything uh, everything else though seemed like it was what mm -hmm. it's going to be. And cool. it was it was a pretty fun game. Yeah. I just went there in um, the spring and that made it even more fun because like I was, each of the, like one of the papers is like a whole, you know, Neighborhood, not neighborhood. Yeah, like a yeah block, it is you know? no, a neighborhood. Yeah, a neighborhood. But it's not. That's like the French houses. Quarter. But anyways, there are a bunch of buildings on streets, and so I, each one of them has like a little name of what it is, and so I was like reading all of them, and I liked that. Were some of the streets like familiar to you, and you're like, oh, I went there. Or yeah, 
No? Right, yeah. Okay. No, no. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, some well, of the streets were. But it was more like, no, the like building the buildings names. had names. Like there was like a... One of them was called... Like a beignet one. and One of them was called like Three Sisters Block oh, or okay. something like that. Oh, yeah, that. But it was, I'm mostly New Orleans <laughs> themed. <laughs> you know, like voodoo yep. something. And there was actually tons of voodoo shops like in New Orleans, you know. So I was like, oh, I get this. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I like that. I like when you can feel the... Yeah, the well, theme like you can coming through. With it. it's cool. Yeah, so right. if any of that sounds interesting to you, you could still late pledge, uh, or if you're just a completionist, you want all of these games, mm-hmm. right? Get this one, and then in the Shadow of Giants, I think starts on Kickstarter next year, <laughs> yeah. right, Matt? Hey, get to work, man. Yeah, I get to work yeah. on it. <laughs> what have you been playing, Jeff? Okay, this is. Uh, th- <clears throat> I, could this be a Jamesian effect? You can also late pledge for this thing. That's it. Oh, for fuck nailed it. it. Oh for my God. sure. That is. Okay. That's a, there's such a small window <laughs> for being able to late pledge. Okay. This is the James effect. It might be a pre-order. Late pledge, whatever. Same, same shit. Okay. <laughs> this game, so you can pre-order the, the expansion for this, but I played a game called Hamlet. Okay. Colon, the village building game. Hamlet's colon. Okay. Do you know what Hamlet's colon is? Uh, yeah, it's um, it's you know definitely Hamlet is. Yeah, it's from uh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare to be is right. Is that the oh. thing? Or no, not? that's. I thought it was like, think, a, like a Hamlet. Isn't like a Hamlet like a like a house like a like a neighborhood. Like a, well, it's called yeah, the village building like game. Village. So you can probably go from what that would be. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with Shakespeare. Yeah, I didn't think oh. so. Is to be or not to be from Hamlet? I think so. Okay, let's go. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna look it up. Are there elephants in Ark Nova? <laughs> no, fuck no. <laughs> so um, Hamlet is a okay. Hamlet is. In Germany, a small village without a church is called a hamlet. Oh. Once you build a church in this small thing, it becomes a town. So it grows into a town. Okay. That's kind of the theme. Whether this takes place in Germany, I have no idea, but that's kind of the theme. You have this small village that once you build this church here, it becomes a town. That's what players are doing. They're trying to build this church. Mm -hmm. Okay. So hamlet is a city slash village building game. Because it's called a village building game, so I don't want to call it a city builder. Because you're building, yeah, you're building a village. You're yeah. building a fucking okay. city. Players are working township. like you would to construct buildings, create and refine resources, earn money, make deliveries, and build a fucking church. Okay. A fucking church. Yeah, Ooh. I'll go there every you Sunday. Say great. I'll go there every People Sunday. Will <laughs> flock to that town. <laughs> so the village starts um, at the beginning with a few tiles. They start with, and players have one worker and one donkey. Real quick, do you know who'd be in the fucking church? Who? Florence Pugh. Nice. Right? Nice. <laughs> Natalie's. You get it? Because the Pugh's in there. I would visit that church. I would fuck oh my the God. shit out of okay, have you seen, Florence Pugh. Have you seen Oppenheimer? <laughs> no, is she in that? She's in that. The movie is great. Does she She's get... in that and she gets naked. So I think you probably have to go see Does it. she get eaten up by Harry Styles? <laughs> uh, no, but she gets banged. Yes. So... Gosh, I would it's I would Harry definitely Styles, kneel before the Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. That's and also with you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Here's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> Get ready to receive my blessings. Uh, <laughs> oh my I'm, like, God. sweating. I can't keep these headphones on. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is hot as fuck oh out here. God. Holy God. shit. Oh, 73. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> what was I saying? All right, the village. The village has all, some tiles that kind of start. You have a worker and a donkey. Okay, you can get more of those. Donkey. Cool. The tiles, if you know anything about this game, the one thing that I think people know is the tiles are weird. Yeah. They're weirdly shaped, but they kind of fit together, but they leave some gaps and they kind of don't fit together, but they kind of fit together. They're not polyomino, though. No. They're like no. jagged. They're like jaggedy. It's like, like jagged, jagged little, little pills. One of them is like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, babe. Babe, did you high just five. hear us? <laughs> high five. He's high five. <laughs> okay, they're jagged. Ryan said the jagged part. <laughs> so some tiles, there's like a triangle. There's like a triangle okay. with like a thing coming off of it. Ooh. There's like a hex with a triangle stuck on it. Really? There's like two hexes smushed together. They're just weird shapes. What's the point of that? Okay. Well. Is it a puzzle? It's, yeah, I think it's so the the tiles can fit together, but also kind of don't fit together. It's not like that that your your village, your hamlet is going to look different every single time because not everything just fits nicely, perfect together. Okay. This also creates these gaps in the map, um, which right. when I talk about the review, not the review, when I talk about the <laughs> expansion, okay. the expansion, had, they had to have this in mind for the for this game because the gaps get filled with like little lakes in the, oh. in the expansion. Oh. Which like is the Phil cool. Florence yeah, Pugh's Florence gaps. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. no. Why do you say no? What's wrong with her? No. At the fucking church. No. I can go. What's yeah. wrong with Ryan? He wants to fuck Florence Pugh. I don't understand. Is that, is that, a, pro- is that a problem? You do too, Natalie. You even told me. You want to bang her? Except in that one movie, she doesn't look as I've only seen pictures of her except that one movie, uh, Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, she looks great in that. Oh, my God. She looks great in this other movie, too. Yes. We got to see Oppenheimer for the plot. It's three hours and the plot's great. Then she, like, shaved her head. In Oppenheimer? No, in real life. No. Oh. Yeah, she did. Not in Oppenheimer. She got, like, a buzz cut. In real life. She, like, one side. It's, like, when the side. I don't know. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, okay, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> weird ass tiles. Yep. Okay, yep. here's what players oh, yeah, can do. Weird players shapes. can basically activate their stuff on their on the village. So they can activate their workers and their donkeys, okay? Um, all workers and, and donkeys you have, you get to do something with. Okay, workers are used to activate tiles, which would allow you to, like, activate something, construct new tiles, build roads. That helps produce resources. It adds new ways to refine and get different resources. Everything in this game needs to be connected. Okay. Okay. So players, um, basically, they have to, like, build roads if things aren't lined up. So if you have a tile that you place that is a legal placement but doesn't have a road to it, you're going to need to build a road if you want anything on that tile. Or you want to keep building off that tile. You need to be able to get there. Mm -hmm. So there are roads on the the board, on the tiles, but there are also individual players have their own roads that they can build. And because you're kind of working together, everything, a lot of this game is sort of communal. Like when I build a road, I'm going to get something <laughs> we can all for use it, it, but you can all use it. Yeah. It's a fucking road. Okay. It's not like it's mine. Um, right. And then the donkeys, as you move donkeys around, they need to be positioned in order to make deliveries to the workers that are taking those actions. A burro. A burro. <laughs> Most of the resources in Hamlet are shared in the village and all players can use them. Okay. Okay. Players must have, and this is where the game gets a little like, trying to figure this shit out. Players have to have a route from the resources that you want to use on the map to the active worker that wants to use those resources using donkeys. Okay. Does that make sense? So yes. think of it like this is a fucking little pickup and deliver trainee kind of thing, but right. no trains except there's donkeys. So if okay. you can imagine like there's a railroad that goes from your worker to the spot that you need it to, cool. 
Instead of it being a railroad, it's a donkey. Okay, donkeys (laughs) can carry things over one tile. Yeah, cool. They were like the old school railroad. Yeah. So, for example, if I want to build a new tile and it costs four resources that are spread around the map, I need to have donkeys everywhere to carry that shit to the tile to do it. If I need to deliver five stone back to the church, I need roads. I need donkeys. Kind of makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's like. A lot of donkeys. A lot of donkeys. Yeah. So you start with one. You probably need, I think I ended up having four. Do you have board. like a donkey meeple? Yeah, you have a little like a donkey Well, it is a, a hamlet in Germany, so. Yeah, you have a donkey There's a lot of donkeys there? I don't know. You have a tiny <laughs> little, um, like just a regular looking meeple and a donkey meeple. So new tiles add um, like refined resources, different ways that players can score, and sometimes more of the same because like if this stone quarry produces stone, but it's on the wrong side of the map, like you might want to build a stone quarry on the other side of the map because you don't have donkeys over there. You can't transport it from one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So some of the tiles are like more of the same, right? So players are really working to just deliver these all these resources back to this church to end the game. So as soon as the church is complete, game ends. Okay. Something drew me to Hamlet. Okay. Something before, drew me before to Before you Hamlet. played it, you mean? Before I played it. No. Okay. Shakespeare. Totally the jagged and little pills. So um, <laughs> The donkeys. Yeah, this, well, the donkeys so, are kind of cool. When um, I think her name's Evelyn. Shit, probably should have wrote this. Evelyn. Down. Shit. I think it was. Yeah, that'd be weird. Name. Miss. <laughs> I think it was Miss Shit. Um, <laughs> so I think so. Someone at Board and Dice reached out and was like, "Are you interested in this? Because we have the um, expansion coming out. We are not going to give you the expansion, but we have the base game." I'm like, "Absolutely, I'd love to play this game. It's from Mighty Mighty Boards. Um, Excavation Earth might be their biggest. Oh, okay. Petricor is also really big as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, and I you know this company. Bought their game Vengeance. The roll and write yes. vengeance is that all right? Yep. So they are I Petricor too. Yeah, they are oh, kind of yeah. like making an. Like, the they have they have some some solid games. Sure. So something drew me to this. I don't know if it was like the art, this weird ass shaped tiles, donkey meeples, whatever it was. I was happy to play it, and now I have thoughts. Okay. Oh yes. <laughs> um, at the end of the game, you have a cool looking town, village, village, Hamlet, Hamlet. Well, it's not Hamlet. It's not Hamlet. It's it's in Othello now. The The fucking church. Something. Yeah, the fucking church (laughs) is built. So I don't know. I like the look. And again, maybe it's the weird tiles, but it comes together. It's not just like some giant hex of hexes. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very unique looking. It's unique looking, and that was just like this is cool. I like this. So Hamlet to me has two really really unique things that I liked about it. The first one was the use of the donkeys. It's cool. This is a this is a route building game, which I'll get to. Um, (laughs) But your route in a lot of route building games are set. Okay, I made these railroad tracks. Boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. In Hamlet, it kind of gives you the freedom to sort of move your route when you need it because oh. donkeys can move. You just move them. So oh, okay. on your turn, you can move them one space, and now they're in a different That's spot. A different so route. instead of having to continually build um, routes or railroads or whatever over and over again to create this network, you have this network of donkeys that is fluid, and I kind of liked that. It made me feel like... I had more control or it was just, I don't know, it was more unique than just yeah. railroad, 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 whatever. Right. So anyway, the second thing that I liked were these these building tiles. Um, it's like that game Einstein. Remember that they, Einstein game yeah, you had? Were yeah. the tiles kind of like that game? These are way bigger. Um, some of them well, are. Like there, is like, there, is shapes, like the two, yeah. there is like a diamond shape. Yeah, but those have weird shapes too. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was about, I think, making... That was like pattern building, I think. Oh, right? okay. Didn't you have to build that on the... I don't remember. I remember whatever. you got it or yeah. something. So... What I think is cool about these building things is it makes you think about like positioning and adjacency because not every tile fits everywhere, and I like that. But they fit in most places, but not necessarily the best places, and I think that's kind of cool. It leads to a different-looking town every play. It leads to different-looking places to put your donkeys and transport things and all that kind of stuff. There is a great amount of player interaction if you like that in games 
where everything is communal. If there's six stone on the board, that's what's there, <clears throat> right? Like you have to, you Be have the first to one use to get what's there. Yeah. So, um, I, I think the art is super cool. It's like, just looks it's really vibrant. Yeah. I really like the art too. And that might've just, that might've been the thing that draws me in the cover of the box. <laughs> yeah, looks great. It did look really good. Um, I think there's some cool planning and you trying to figure out, all right, I don't want to, my last action on my turn better not be to refill the stone quarry. I keep using stone quarry, but, or the refill the wheat field or whatever. That better not be my last turn. Cause Ryan's just going to take all that wheat. <laughs> yeah. So I want to get more workers out there. So my first worker refills something. Then so then my second one. worker can take that shit and move yeah. it along. Right. So that forward planning was really cool in that type of game. Um, a few downsides. So I, don't this is a route building game disguised in a cute little village okay mm. i don't usually go after route building Same. games um but i i didn't hate this and i think maybe it was because of the donkeys <laughs> yeah so um the village itself gets a little cluttered as the game progresses as you continue to add meeples there's these little flags if it's your tile there's roads there's the donkeys there there's sometimes too much shit on the board um as the game progresses and the icons are too small for what I'm looking at, which is bothersome. Yes. Yeah. It can also be tough to see your path and make sure you know, like, all right, this donkey can carry it there and there. I have one there, there, there. It's it, kind it's of like pounding donkeys, right? Too small. But sometimes it's Changing like... Changing effects, anything happening around when the When the tile is like two hexes smushed together, one donkey can take it a whole tile, but in my you're looking at it, you're like, that's two tiles. You're like, no, it's one tile. That donkey can take it there. You know, like you just have to like take a second which might be a second too long sometimes to figure out, all right, do I have the right path? There was a couple times Devin was like, I want to move that there. I'm like, you're short a donkey. Right. So, and she's like, shit. So she, you know, had a way to turn. Yeah. So I think there's just like trying to see that instantly doesn't happen. And maybe with more plays, it would. And I think I was looking for a little more like excitement on my turn. Like, yeah, it seemed like there was a, a path to take that everybody was like, all right, you're going to, you're going to build these things and they're going to move them to the church. That's kind of what you're going to do. And you just have to figure out how to do that. Um, the good news, good news, um, <laughs> is that some of this stuff is fixed in this latest expansion. The expansion's called <clears throat> By the Lake. I'm going with that one. I think it's called something. By the Lake. By the Lake. Okay. Hamlet <laughs> by the Lake. Of giants. Probably. And of giants. <laughs> and so you can pre-order this right now on, they're a Kickstarter one. The other one I'm talking about is GameFound. Um, and they they have increased the icon size. So all iconography is bigger. And oh, if you were okay. an original backer of the game and you back this, they're upgrading all your tiles for free. Whoa. Oh, wow. Which is so cool. Yeah, so you can just give the old that. tiles to me. Yeah, you just chuck them. I'll <laughs> just give them to Ryan. I'll just take them and put them on the wall. I'll put them on the wall. They look yeah. cool. It also, what I think is going to be cool and maybe add some depth or excitement to the game is whenever you put a tile down and there creates this gap or this hole, you fill it with a lake. <laughs> That's cool. And then that becomes, there's now actions you can do like going fishing or moving things across the lake. Yeah. I think it just be, gives it a little more depth and maybe staying power. So this is not a game that I'm like tossing and being like, okay, I played it once. That was neat. Let's move on. This is a game that I will want to give the expansion a try because I think it might, it might bring it up. But to without a level the expansion, where, it might be yeah, one like, and done. Yeah. I, I think th some of the complaints that I had of just like the, the board getting cluttered and all that kind of stuff. But again, if the tiles are a little bigger and this new thing and the yeah. icons are a little bigger, that kind of stuff Alleviates gets fixed. It all. Mm -hmm. um, in its current state, I would, might play it like maybe one more time, maybe play it with the game group because Devin mm -hmm. and I just played it. Yeah. And then go, okay, let's let's see what the game, if the game group really liked it, maybe I keep it. But with the expansion, I think it might have some, some staying power. So I'm going to keep it, try to grab the expansion and then give it another play. Awesome. Yeah. 
So Hamlet. Ham- Hamlet, the Hamlet. village building game. Hamlet, the village. While at Origins this year with the kids, we decided to walk the vendor hall, which is always a fun part of a big convention. And I was like, okay, we'll probably not really buy anything at all as I'm just not super juiced up about games right now. So what did we do? Bought a game at the very first booth we stopped at. A (laughs) flipping right game called Horticulture. This game looked like such a blast to play with the whole family, but was it? Time will tell. And that time is now. In horticulture, (laughs) players are planting a garden. You're planting trees, turnips, carrots, sweet potatoes, flowers, and grapes next to each other in your garden grid to score more points than your opponents. This game has some interesting mechanisms going on. First, to start the game, you all take part in the shared experience of building out your garden path, which is really cool. cool. Everyone takes it in turns to draw a line that everyone else also draws on their board that connects to a line previously drawn until you go from the top of your sheet to the bottom. So essentially this path will like zig and zag all around as the path you will, and it's the path you're going to like walk to tend your gardens. It's your garden path, right? Mm -hmm. You also choose a space to mark a garden gnome if playing with that variant, (laughs) as well as choose four plants that will score a bit differently than everyone else. On your turn, you simply flip two cards from a deck. These cards always have two plants on them. You simply choose which card you want, and then everyone at the table draws those two plants on the card you chose somewhere on their sheet. You score points by having like plants grouped together, as well as double points for having completed groups of plants touching your garden gnomes, privates. There is also a window (laughs) box section that can hold exactly one type of each plant, and each plant in that window box earns you one point. But if you manage to fill it up completely, if you Florence Pew it, by the end of the game, you get double points there as well. The game goes until the deck of cards runs out, and then players total up the points they earned for grouping plants, and if they were next to their gnome, and in the window box, and special points for the plants you picked at the beginning of the game, and whoever has the most points is the winner. So things I liked about horticulture. This game has a lot of charm and things to like about it. Drawing the garden path at the beginning of the game all together was really fun. I thought that was actually a really cool little way to incorporate everybody into the setup of the game. It's more fun, admittedly, for children, I think, because it's just yeah. a stupid well, also, little... also, it kind of makes it a little different. It's very... It's always going to be varied. You're yeah. never going to probably have the same path, which is really cool. And then it's just like, what's it going to look like? Who knows? It's different to play. And I thought that was a cool, really fun, interesting thing to do right off the bat. The kids also liked being able to choose how the game sets up. And that was just fun to watch, I thought, for them, because we played it with the kids. It's fun choosing which card to pick each turn and hoping that your opponents pick the card that you need when it's not your turn to pick. And that was always a good point of fun. The turns are extremely quick. The game plays very fast. Flip and choose a card. Draw the two plants on your board. Rinse and repeat until the deck's empty. It's got a very good flow to it, and I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, This game is perfect for little kids. Scarlet, my seven-year-old, was able to handle everything about it other than the spatial element that kind of tricked her up a little bit. You need to group plants together to score points, and it's easy for kids to kind of screw themselves over without realizing it. It's fun for them to draw a little tree on their sheet, but oh no, that tree just blocked in the carrot group that I was making, and now I can't complete that, and now you don't score any points for that, and that just, they don't really understand that at the beginning. But it's not that difficult to just show them how it works. Also, Scarlet. She wasn't drawing the drawings very good. They all kind of looked similar. And so I had to like memorize her sheet and be like, no, that's not a sweet potato. That's, that's a, a tree. Turnip. Yeah. <laughs> well, almost all the kids don't know turnips. So we just told them they're, oh, that's strawberry, a strawberry. Because yeah. it kind of looks similar. So things I didn't like. So I kind of thought a lot of the decisions in this game were really obvious. And that dulled the experience a bit for me. When you write the garden gnome on your sheet, you have a pretty clear path that you should try to group your plants next to that. Because it gives you double points, which is what I did. And I won handily doing that. It seemed extremely obvious to me that whenever I was planting plants that I need to first prioritize planting them next to the gnome 
or adding to a group that needed to be completed next to the gnome and then go after the window box and try to fill that up. And it took a bit of the pizzazz out of the game for me and didn't completely ruin it, but definitely bummed me out a little bit. So to be fair, we didn't actually play with the variant where you write the four different plants on your sheet that score in different ways. So take that with a grain of salt. I think that would change the game uh, and change it for me and make things not feel as obvious yeah, it kind of gives as you I first thought. Because for instance, points. you'll write like a turnip next to this and this one box and that box says, okay, all turnips that are on the outside edge of the board are going to score you points or all you know, uh, trees that are adjacent directly to your path will score you points and you're going to, you're all going to pick different, um, things to score. So it's going to give another couple points of decision mm -hmm. that I think is probably going to elevate this from, this is, uh, just a, you know, stupid little family game too. This is actually a pretty decent roll and write, right? Natalie, yeah. right. Uh, roll, yeah. right, right, rolling right, 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 uh, flipping right. Actually, I liked horticulture overall and found it to be a fantastic family game that's super quick and super fun. I would be happy to return to this, even if we played it the exact same way. I think it would just still be fun to play with the kids. I think we will definitely next time we play, at least Natalie and I uh, will play it and add that other, you know, little variant sure in. Mm -hmm. And if we do that, we I will report back uh, what I think, because right now, as it stands, I think it's good, not great. I think it's really good with a, with a little family. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't pick this up, for instance, for the game group. Yeah. It's a little I think there's there's not quite enough to it. Okay. Right? What do you think, Natalie? Yeah, I I agree. I I definitely liked it with the family. I also feel like it could be like a fun like filler thing, like throw this in there, you know, like we're at we're somewhere and we're waiting for some people to finish a game so we could play like a funeral home. No. I like a game day. No. <laughs> Oh, oh okay. you want to play this real quick? You know, like, and I feel like it's just like a quick, well, easy thing. Oh, we are thing. at a funeral, but I guess I'll yeah, play I guess it. Well, we just play horticulture. Okay. Yeah. You're not expecting some big, grand game. That's actually a really good point. Like, we show up, we'll say we show up to Mini Nerd Fest or something, and everyone's in the middle of the game. Yeah, and we're and like, we're let's just like, pull let's this play. out, and we're like, I would totally play this in a situation like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, I mean, I thought it was really cute. Uh, cute. Good, not great. There, you know, like you said, there wasn't much <laughs> to it, in. but <laughs> um, I don't know. For me... I like games where you can just like draw little pictures. And so that yeah. kind of like bumps it up slightly for me. Kind of like makes, even though it's a game that there isn't too much depth to, to that like helps add to it and makes it have something that draws me to I it. I almost sassy from Ted lassoed her, mm -hmm. but I thought first, I knew wow. this is what Natalie liked okay. about this game. We, drawing um, cute pictures. we asked yeah. the discord for some feedback a little bit a little while back. I haven't talked about this you know, ever. Um, and I won't ever. really talk about it much because it's really just for us. But I asked the Discord, hey, um, you know, you are the people who have listened to us the most. You know, what do you love about the show? Hey, what some segment? Feedback. Yeah, just just any kind of... I gave him like a list of, uh, of, of feedback. You know, what's your favorite segment? What's your least favorite segment? What do you like, dislike, whatever? Um, a couple people were like, you know, I love the game discussion. Um... You know, I wish the format was a little bit different because, you know, you'll explain a game and then give your thoughts. And then afterward, Natalie will give her thoughts. And it's almost like you've stolen a lot of her thunder or you've taken some points that she wants to say. And to that, I was like, well, fucking learn the game yourself and teach it yourself and explain it yourself. And you can go first. And you can go first. No, 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 no. no but, but I thought about that when I was like writing because I was like, I liked that you could just draw shapes. But I was like, I know that's a Natalie thing. So I just I was like, I'm going to let you yeah. have that one. So I do listen to I, I listened to that point of feedback and I'm trying to take yeah. that. We kind of and not steal the her idea thunder. of like 
having it more of a discussion instead of a you go, you go, you go kind of thing. To, Natalie, to kind of like based on people it. I've spoke to, Natalie is the most appreciated person on this show. 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, 100%. I even think I, I even think Dan Day said something about Natalie is his favorite or her opinion is the favorite. Listen to this. Because he's not. Because, I don't know why. Because here's why. No, I know I, the least. No, that is exactly why. It's because Ryan and I are huge fucking nerds, nerds. who know too much about some of this stuff or like more. And, and it, we're both very big personalities who will just like, no, you, you are know, everyone's push you favorite. around. That's why this is Ryan and I last show based on the feedback. We could, Jeff, I feel like me and you could have the exact same opinion. And people would be like, yes. you're stupid. Natalie yeah. has the exact same opinion. People are like, oh, yes, oh, queen. Oh, oh, you go off, girl. Right. No. Oh, my God. Do you hear what Natalie said? It's like, I fucking said that last episode, and you all shit at me for it. And that's, that's fine. like a bunch of times Ben has told me um, that Natalie's Nook is his favorite segment. Oh, and I'm like, that's not everyone's favorite and segment. I was, like, but, I was like, I always feel like. He's like, he's got to be joking. He's just trying to be no, nice. No, no way. Everyone's People favorite. love that segment. It is a really good segment. <laughs> Thanks. There's not, you, listen, you deserve all it the credit you get. Jeff is definitely right. People love yeah. their Natalie. I'm not just saying it. I, I was telling Natalie this the other day. I was like, I think our show is at its absolute best when she's dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. We're, I think there's, I don't have, I, I, I should yeah. say, I don't have as much fun as I do. Cause me and Jeff could, we could just inside joke each other. And laugh into hysterics. Would you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when Natalie's involved laughing and we're all that, there's nothing better. Um, so, yeah, it's bullshit that we could all say the same shit and you would get the love, but you do also deserve it. So, thank you. There is that. I will. So, I'm sorry. Right. I didn't mean right. to cut right. you off on horticulture, but I just no, wanted to, I just wanted to say, like, I knew <laughs> I was, I was thinking about this as I was writing my thoughts. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to let Natalie say that only because I know she likes that as well. And then this person can feel like, oh, okay, he didn't steal her thunder this time. Boom. And now you pointed it out. I know. I stole. I stole all of the time. You <laughs> took all the credit yeah. for not stealing the thunder. I didn't mean. I wasn't trying Let's to get credit. I am. I wasn't. I didn't everyone, get, everyone, shut your mouth. I just wanted I to know what I did amazing. here. I wasn't trying Soft to get credit. criticism. <laughs> And I adjusted because yeah. I am the greatest person on the fucking planet. Okay, I am a pile of stinking bullshit, and I deserve to be beaten. How about that? Is that <laughs> my God? Your hands. Yeah, exactly. If I said Natalie had big fat fucking hands, oh, I'd be oh, last show. I did not say that. Uh, oh God! Uh, after, we'll after the show, she was like, "Let me look at him," and she was like, "I was right." No, <laughs> oh man, what the fuck did I say? I googled average hand size, and yours is well above that. You're in the 98th percentile, yeah. buddy. <laughs> After I googled Dutchie on the episode, I went. Oh on my and, god! Uh, listen, 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 listen. D shits. U T. Wasn't it like a joint? It was like yeah, Hamlet's boner so. or something. <laughs> oh uh, that's horticulture. Did you have more thoughts on no. it, Natalie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Move on. <laughs> I wasn't oh, trying to steal credit. All I was trying to do was be like, I I took your I Let's took point your out how awesome I mean. No! <laughs> I took your criticism I'm to just heart kidding. is I appreciate, all I was trying I to say. I appreciate what you did. I'm not. I want you to. I want to make. I want you to not give me any credit right now. Okay. I want you to not say shit. Don't say fucking shit. I'm not looking late. for it. No. God damn it. I am pretty great, great though because most people you, you make I think a tally would be like mark fuck and then report you. back and be like oh um uh, 16 times I was going to say something that you were going to say and I didn't. 
Are you happy, Dan? So day? About that. <laughs> yeah. It was anonymous. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, um, Jeff, what else you got, man? We played a game right before the show. We this did? was a hot, hot game at Gen Con. Super hot. Super hot that Ow. I was trying to get Ryan a copy and couldn't because they Fuck. sold out so fucking fast. Because it was so hot. Um, you know what's I, funny? And I was there, so I took the one copy that I could get my hands Jeff on. Jeff was like, before we left for Gen Con, he, he's, Jeff was awesome, by the way. I didn't explain this, but Jeff actually, I know how much of a pain in the ass it is to buy shit for other people. It is. I but. really appreciate you doing this for me. He's like, send me a list of like five games that you want and order them like, I want the most, I want the least. And I fucked up the order so bad. What? <laughs> why? Here's why. I didn't know until I was like, he's like, I got you this game. I got you this game. I was like, yes. And then I was like, all I want is bonsai. <laughs> I was like, that's the only fucking thing I want right now. And I was like, can you? I, I was like, don't say anything to Jeff. 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 Don't. And then Jeff was like, I'm going to try to get it for you tomorrow. And I was like, oh, what, well, whatever. Uh, okay, it's cool, all fine. Cool. I mean, I whatever. Didn't sure. Didn't he say he like. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought like Jeff texted us and was like, I got bonsai and Ryan's like, you think it's for me? Nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> he said, I got for a shuffle. And then he said, oh. for you. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. there was a for a no, shuffle. I saw him post on Instagram and bonsai was in there. And that's when I was like, do you think that's mine? Oh, yes. I knew it was something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I, so on, I didn't get it on Friday because it was one of the games you had to go to quick. They only had, I don't know how many they even had a day, maybe like 40 or 50 a day. So you had to go right there, grab it, and then get yeah, them. So it was not very many at all. The, the, those were gone in a minute. Right. Maybe at, at 10.02, they were gone, right? <laughs> People were in line. Like, you grabbed yeah. them, you grabbed it, and you got in line. And I got one Saturday, and I actually think Dave might have been the first one there on Saturday. He grabbed it and, like, handed it to me. Like, I was kind of right behind him, and he handed it to me. Like, out of the hands of some freak. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, give me the Sunday, game. we I, I tried, <laughs> and it was just, I don't know if they had less on Sunday, but it seemed like the line was shorter, and there was not, so it just, like, Yeah, anyway. still none. Um, right. Maybe they didn't even have any. So, this game's called Bonsai, which Ryan said, and um, he pre-ordered it. I did. So, pre-ordered it. I yeah. pre-ordered it. Yeah. Uh, so bonsai it means, anyway. bonsai means potted in a plant. No, planted in a Wait, pot. That's what bonsai that's what means? means. I don't know. It says it on the. It says I thought it was page. like a Japanese thing specifically. It's Japanese. I it was just the name of those kind the of the term. Bonsai trees. means planted in a pot. Huh? In Japanese. What's the Saved by the Bell episode where where bonsai is the answer to the trivia question? It's like Ooh. this term for meaning shearing of a Japanese plant, and then only Belding knew it. Ah, oh, freaking Belding. Bonsai, bonsai. Sorry, continue. Bonsai. Well, maybe it means something else, but according to the BGG page, it it means. Planted in a pot. Okay. Anyway, we're about to get a, an this is open a tile. Can. Yeah, we are. If, we want, if you want to listen, <laughs> Jeff's talking, so we're gonna yeah. get. <laughs> oh, you're talking. Good. And people would love it if I did it. They'd be like, "Oh, Ryan's yeah. eating again." Oh, here we go. Oh, stupid ass fat uh, fucking God. Ryan eating just, again. I can just hear his hands. Isn't it delightful when Natalie opens a can on, oh, on a microphone? Come oh on, my Natalie, gosh, open it. so great. Open it up. <laughs> here we go. Natalie, we're waiting. Open it. This is the best part of the show. What is that one, Blake? Something. It's uh, just open it. <laughs> and then tell me. It's called Strawberry Zen. It's like a strawberry cucumber. Oh, shout out oh. to Zen. Yeah, right. I was just going to say. Z E N. <laughs> okay. No, X E N. Yeah. No. Okay. This is a tile placement game where you're growing a bonsai tree. Bonsai. Bonsai. Yeah. Is it bonsai tree bonsai. or bonsai? <sighs> bonsai tree. Who yeah, I, I don't know. know. So bonsai tree. Each player. Well, well, a potted in the plant maybe tree? Maybe because most trees are not in a potted plant. You call it a bonsai tree, so it's a tree. Potted in a plant it tree. Potted in a <laughs> That's what I just planted in so a pot. What am I supposed to say? Just fucking what bonsai am I tree. Say? Bonsai, tree's bonsai tree. Players are growing a bonsai tree or bonsai. And uh, everybody starts with a little pot and a small little nub sticking out of there. Okay? 
So very small though. Yeah. Um, this is what happens when you don't plant. You just play the game four seconds before you start talking about it. Um, <laughs> this is the explanation you get. Yeah. Uh, this is this is delighting turn, me a on lot. Your turn, I love you get this. you can either take a card or you can grow your tree. Those that's it. The rules are simple as simple. Simple uh, as can be. When you take a card, the Me- cards meditate, give right? you most of the time the cards give you tiles that you'll be able to place later when you want to grow your tree. They give you some bonuses, they give you points. They also let you hold and play more tiles with these cards. Boom. There's like an open is it open drafting kind of thing probably is what the maybe technical term for like how you get the cards, whatever. Or you can choose to grow your tree. So as you collected these tiles, there's like a wood one, there's one with bushes on it, <laughs> there's flower ones, and there's fruit ones. Yep. There's four different Little types peaches. of tiles. And your player board kind of tells you which tiles you're allowed to place when you choose to grow your tree. And they all have these different placement requirements because of the tile placing game, and that's what they all fucking do. That's right. So like <laughs> the brush, the, the bushes have to touch one of the woods, the flowers have to be on the something, and the fruit has to be touching two somethings. That's correct. Right? That's what the rule so, actually says. Yeah, it's perfect. I, I, I nailed it. You Just it. like and, it would grow on a tree. And exactly it would grow on the, the tree. Way. So you, uh, you, there's these gold tiles also uh, that are pretty cool. Like you say, all right, I get five green ones, and Ryan has five green ones, and he says, hmm. Do I want to take that gold tile or do I want to try to get seven green ones and be the first one to do that? Because once you pass one, mm-hmm. you can't go back. So those are kind of cool things that you can use. Yep. And uh, the game continues until the deck of cards runs out and each player has their own beautiful little bonsai tree and you total up points for a bunch of kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, or you got a fucked up <laughs> well, looking bonsai time, tree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you get a bunch of points for those gold tiles, for placements of those ti- the little uh, flowers and the fruit and all this kind of stuff, okay? Right. Um. I'm going to say, like, two things about this game, and then I'm going to maybe have Natalie talk. Good idea. Okay. We'll go counter So here is something that I liked and something that I didn't. Ooh, okay. Let's play this game. One thing that I liked <laughs> was the thing that you create in this game is cool as shit. Yeah. The tree is cool. <laughs> I play a lot of tile placement games where you make a city, and it's dumb. It's yeah, a dumb a square looking tile, square, yeah. hexes, whatever. This looks like a cool tree, or it looks like a fucked up tree. Either way, it looks unique and neat on the table, and I like that a lot. One thing I did not like was I didn't like, this might be what Ryan says, sometimes the card flip is a little random and could just kind of help you not knowingly or screw you over not knowingly, and that's just kind of the nature of a sort of light game, that randomness just just light strategy games. There is a kind of rule in the book that you can take some of these cards that might be annoying later that they come out, and you can stick them in the top of the deck. And maybe I'll do that <laughs> next one and shuffle them in the top half, but whatever. Um, anyway, overall, I enjoyed Bonsai, and I will probably play it more. <laughs> hope so. Natalie, Beautiful. what do you have Gosh, about Bonsai? I wish I had more opinions about this game. <laughs> oh. Natalie, you have to, this, is, this is your chance. This is the moment. I know. You get to shine bright like but a like, diamond. This is like, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it, and I'm like... Man, I don't, don't really have a lot is of opinions. Is this a forgettable game, Natalie? Are you done with kind this? Kind of. Ryan has just pre-ordered I mean, it. I, I think the Fuck. least forgettable part you is what you said, the... is like the building of the tree, and you know it, it looks cool, and I like the thematic part where um, the, the way you can place the tiles has to make sense with how a tree would actually grow um, and things like that. But as far as like the gameplay... You know, like the picking the cards and, and, you know, taking tiles and placing tiles. I don't know. That was kind of forgettable to me. Um, And then, I mean, there was some like stuff here and there. You can get like extra points. Like you take a card to get extra points. 
you know, like, okay, that's, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then there's like some end game goal stuff, you know, I don't know. I guess it was kind of forgettable. I didn't even think that I thought that I liked it. Now that we're talking about it, I can't believe I'm, I'm kind of feeling like, I don't know that the one, so I don't think I gave, we gave you the opportunity to now talk about all this stuff. And the one word that I said a second ago, you then just said, like, I was like, is it forgettable? And you're like, I guess she's going to have to go first before you say anything next time before we, yeah. uh, so when we, when we go to talk about, when I talk about too many bones next, she's going to go first. Okay. And then so you're just going to explain it and then no. I'll okay. explain it and then you go. You cannot let me go first on that one. Honey. Okay. You can if you want. Okay. Um, um, but what, yeah, I don't know. So you don't really have much. You just, uh, it's forgettable. Would you, would you play it again? I would play it again. <laughs> okay. Are you indifferent towards it? Yeah, I kind of feel That's like... the opposite of love, Jeff. Ooh. I mean, I definitely. The opposite of love, I Jeff. Kind of feel, <laughs> I kind of feel like I'd be happy Jeff. to play it again, but also if I never played it again, I don't think I'd care at all. Yep, that's what forgettable I think it's really is. pretty, and the best part of it is like the looks and the building the tree, but like the actual gameplay was just kind of like, yeah, that's cool kind of thing. Okay. I wouldn't say um, if you didn't get it at Gen Con that you should be that disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Can I go? Yes. Or do you have more? Go ahead. All right. Things I, things I liked. This game is beautiful. beautiful from the cover of the box, which is what I think helped sell this game to sure. what Jeff talked about. The building, uh, the pictures that you would see on board game geek of these little tiny little hex tiles that go together to make this almost perfect looking little bonsai tree. That's what sold it to me. I think the hexes being the size they are really helps because yeah. you, you put a bunch of them in a row and then it, it almost like makes it look more like the thing it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. not overly big or obnoxious or a table hog. Yeah. It's like the, yeah. it's the right size. Like there's this game Kodama and it's got these cards and you're making like a, you're making trees and stuff with them and the branches are like on the trees. And so it kind of looks kind of cool, but this is different and better because it's almost like, you're actually building a tree trunk out of these tiny little wooden hex tiles. And it it just looks more realistic. It looks more realistic. It looks more like, like you've drawn it, you know, at the end result, it looks more artistic than it does gamey. And I think that was a really like, wow, I need to play this thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad for that reason that we got to play it because I, that was my favorite part of the game was building the tree which I don't typically that doesn't usually grab me. Like there's a lot of people who are like, it was just fun seeing the city I built at mm-hmm. the end of the game. I don't ever typically have that feeling that doesn't usually ha- like I don't play castles of Burgundy and at the end of it be like, look at this cool little thing I built. That doesn't ever fucking happen to me well, might with the new tiles, but yeah, no, even with the new tiles, I would say like, I, that's not where well, I the, find it. The 3d things, the right, 3d. I oh, I yes. see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. The 3d things you're well, right. Castle Burgundy has like a fixed shape. Yeah, but you know what I'm yeah. talking like about, right? Like I agree. But you know what I'm talking about, right? But like, yeah, suburbia. Or pick suburbia. A yeah, pick a game that yeah, does yeah, this yeah. kind of thing. You always hear people say like, and even if you didn't do well, look what you built at the end of it. And I'll take a picture and this looks really cool. That never, ever happens gotcha, to me. I never yeah. like, wow, I, I don't give a fuck what I built. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> or wow, this is right, dumb, so but I won. I don't fucking care. I want a goddamn win. <laughs> What's Ryder Knizia say? The goal is to win. You better fucking win. Oh my God. You don't win. You fucking lost. You'd loser. No, but this game, I was really excited about what I was building the whole time. And that was really cool. You I, were. I was like, this like, tree Look cool looks so fucking fun. <laughs> it's so cool. Now I compared it to a gosh dang escalator. 
conveyor belt. A, a conveyor, conveyor belt. belt. The kid is still on the end. Okay. And um, I was like, this is so fucking sweet looking. I thought the artistic style of the whole game, including the cards, was really welcoming and fun and great and drew you in. And honestly, that made me want to play it again. Was the look of the game, how easy it was to play. There was zero rules overhead in this game. There was almost zero. so everything that's like in its negative is also in its favor for me. The negatives, though, Jeff talked about the Takenoko effect of flipping a card and oh, look, I have the points for this. I thought about this a little more. I think even if you put the cards at the beginning of the game, it doesn't fix the issue. And the reason I think that is because the way you score points in this game are by playing the game. You don't really try to do anything to score you points because you're only either building a wood trunk, leaves on the trunk, flowers on the leaves, or fruit on the leaves. You're, you you kind of have to do that throughout the game. You could try to specialize in one more than the other, of course. Yeah, it just doubles down points that you're, you're already getting. You're just getting points that you're getting for just playing the game. And I always think about this one play I had with Jeff and with Eric Stambridge of my game, The Samurai, early on when I play tested it. And I changed so much stuff after this exact note. I played it with Jeff, and I was like, what'd you think? And he was like, it was fun. I didn't have any clue how to win. I remember that. And I was like, oh, that's not a Jeff thing. Jeff, that's, that's Jeff's key. That is Jeff's best gaming quality, I think, is he's able to, on the first play, be like, this is how I do it. He like maps it out. And then I played with Eric Stanbridge and he was like, you know, I feel like I'm I'm getting a lot of points, but so are you because we're getting points for just taking actions. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, building this and so I get points for it. That doesn't necessarily feel fun. So I was like, oh, that's a great note. So now I changed it to be like, okay, you're only you're only going to get points for trying to do these special things. Mm-hmm. And so then you're going to try to do to. them. Yeah. In this game, Banzai, you get points for literally just playing it. You don't even really have to try because you you want to get uh like there's points for getting flower or fruit. You get like 7 victory points for every fruit not touching another fruit, which it can anyway. Right. Or not touching something. Yeah. Right? There's an action that you take on the board that just gives you fruit, and then you can always build a fruit on your turn. So it's you're not really like you don't really got. Like you we just, all can we can all just easily do it every turn, just as easily as the other yeah. players. Yeah. You just want to look and be layer. like, oh, Jeff's got four, I have five, so I'm going to get seven more points than him at the end of the game, and it doesn't feel like ha ha, you know. Or especially if you luck into a card, I have five fruit, and I look, and then a card gets flipped over, and it's like two points per fruit. I'm like, okay, well there's ten points, boom. You know, I didn't do anything. I didn't try for that. It just, there it is. And I get right. it. And, you and even if first, you got that yeah. at the beginning of the game, you're just going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to be getting points for this. Yeah. That no, nobody else has a chance to get, even though we're all doing the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And there's ways to like, like, that's the layer that it's missing to make it instead of like the weight of a two to be like a 2.3 of like, give me ways to score that are unique to what I'm doing yeah. on my board. Like we, we even just t- we talked right after like all right the scoring card comes up that gives two points per fruit but I'm already getting points of that why doesn't the scoring card say 
two points per hex that you have completely surrounded. I wouldn't normally get points for that. And now that's something to work toward that's yep. different than other people are working toward. And I'm going to do that as many as I can, as many times as I can. And maybe it like right. ramps up. It you do it three times, you get up, more points. points. Yeah, right. It fucks up this thing, but it gets me more than, than it would get you. It creates unique trees. Exactly. Stuff like that. There, There's all these little tiles you're placing to make this really cool fucking bonsai tree. It would be so easy to make scoring tiles that talk about how you shape your tree. Like yeah. Jeff said, make the a height. thing around. You yeah, the height goes so it. high. You, yeah. Or you yeah. want to make this exact shape. You want to have two leaves next to each other and three trunks on the bottom make that yeah. shape a bunch of times and you know that would have been so easy and that would have made i think the decision points go from ancillary to like now i gotta now i gotta work mm -hmm. and that would be fun like oh man i could do this right now and get those tiles to get seven points for this fruit or if i take that tile now it's gonna i could put it here yeah, I'm not going to get the fruit points, but like you said, maybe I'll get 10 points instead of seven. Mm -hmm. And then you got to figure that out. And that would have been so fucking I great. Have I do have hope for this game that if it does gain the traction like it did here and it kind of holds some holds some popularity that maybe they'll, maybe they could, because that's an easy addition. There's nothing that needs to be added to this game to make that available. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's Designers just, come out some and just cards. say, okay, this is a little bit more cards. Here's some more scoring tiles. It's a promo pack. It's a whatever to sort of. I also think it'd be really cool. I don't out. know how they would do it, but they need, I think only having flowers and fruit and it's hard. It's like they're limited a little bit. You know, if they had like special different tiles you could add to your tree, like maybe you make like a little bug, Sure. you know, mm -hmm. like something Another else layer. is just like not quite enough Yeah. to get into that unforgettable yeah. game. It's like close though. It feels it like is. it could be. Well, cause I, I still think the actually uh, laying the tiles and making your tree is fucking cool. Yeah, it is. Natalie, any final thoughts? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Pass. So that's bonsai. <laughs> bonsai. 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 Long ago, in the way back times of 2015, before this podcast was even a little white swimmer in my vase de France, I backed my 24th ever Kickstarter campaign. It's a sperm thing. I've I know. since backed 166 more than that. Since 2015. Jeez. Since 2015, I've backed 190 games. Holy shit. My 24th ever backing was back in 2015. And this game is still in my collection, proudly in my top 10 of all time. The game, talked about not long ago, too many boners. I remember oh, yeah. backing it on a whim. I saw the little neoprene play mats and thought to myself, self, this looks like nothing you've self. ever seen before. And really, <laughs> and I really want to place little dices inside those little cutout holes. And so I mustered up some little white swimmers <laughs> and sent them forth to click the click no. of my life. It was hot, sticky, and oh, so no. sweet. No, no, no. The, ne <laughs> the neoprene no, no, play no, no, mat no. was basically a dual layer play board. And me being for neoprene, what George Costanza is for velvet, I backed it in the first week. <laughs> <laughs> I would ensconce myself in neoprene yeah. if it was socially acceptable. <laughs> Only around 1,500 people backed that original campaign, as I remember specifically. Wow. It kind of flew under the radar. And I remember feeling a twinge of after-orgasm guilt, post-coital dysphoria, PCD, coming from the Latin post-coitalis and French tristressa, literally translating to sadness, as it's known around medical circles, as I wasn't quite sure I wanted this game long-term. Well, I managed to hold strong and kept my pledge, and then it arrived, entrancing me for the better part of the last seven years. 
over those seven years. A number of expansions and expand alones have graced my gaming table. Even a giant trove chest made of flexibly dense, mass-loaded vinyl to hold everything. The game itself is 100% waterproof. Yes, you can play this thing on the oh game table God. or in the bathtub, the two most common gaming areas of the house, and it works perfectly well. This thing is luxury aplenty as you can't even buy it anywhere other than Chip Theory games themselves. We're totally so, playing it in the best. When <laughs> the latest and final expand-alone content came out for Too Many Boners called Too Many Boners Unbreakable, I was saddened again. But this time <laughs> oh, it was pre-coil sadness, something most incels experience every day. My time with Too right. Many Bones has not come to an end, but buying shit for it certainly has, and that makes me feel a certain way. Richer. In Too Many Bones Unbreakable, all the same shit you've come to enjoy in Too Many Bones is there. You're playing cooperatively to take down the big bad tyrant, building your incredibly asymmetric character by earning skill points from clearing encounters that mostly consist of tactical combat on a battle map. The trick is everything in this game is poker chips or dice or cards. All of the highest quality, <laughs> your character and its health poker chips the baddies and their health poker chips you each have a neoprene player mat that's got a 16 hole cutout thing in it that you will place dice you've earned over the course of your adventure and these dice are all custom crafted to each character you will not earn all 16 dice in one adventure and so you need to be strategic with how you build your character some characters specialize in making bombs. Some specialize in bringing out familiars. Some are good long range. Some are healers. Some are straight up melee fighters. Some manipulate the turn order and uh, some are made to play status effects on enemies, but they're all different. And they're all a lot of fun to figure out how to play. Now, new in Unbreakable is the mechanism of lava. On the battle map, which is the main board you will have your combat encounters on, is also a cutout of each playable space. And in those cutout spaces are these poker chips, go figure, with two sides. <laughs> One is rock and the other is lava. Different baddies and encounters will flip these tokens from rock to lava all all game. A and paper if and scissors. A little rock, paper, scissors thing. And <laughs> if you're on lava when your turn ends, ouch, take damage. But you can also use this to your advantage manipulating the board so your enemies take the damage instead and figuring out how to work that is pretty cool. Natalie, do you want to talk about your likes and dislikes first? So the lava is the only difference. That's there's another there's a couple other things. There's new baddies, new tyrants, mm -hmm. and there's new mechanisms where you can start an encounter where you're completely in the dark, so you don't see oh, okay. any of the baddies that typically you see the, four, the first four baddies that come out and you get to you can kind of like figure yeah. out like okay I'm gonna go here you go there. There's this new mechanism where an encounter can be like you're in the fucking dark, bro, and then all the baddies come out and they're face down. They don't even have health stacks. And you only know what they are if you either attack them or go next to them. What? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. crazy. And there's another new mechanism as well that does something else that I can't remember right now off the top of my brain. That's, that one sounds good. But yeah, yeah it's totally. cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, okay. I don't normally like fighting games and right. battle type games. And this is no different. <laughs> <laughs> this one is pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. It, it's very, I mean, the stuff that it comes with, the components and all that stuff is really freaking awesome. I mean, just the fact that you have like your own character with your little mat where all the dice go in the like little slots. And then you even have like a character sheet, which like is extremely useful. And it's even just like fun to look at because it has like every single possibility of like all the skill dice that you can get and what they do and what all their sides are. And it's just kind of cool to like, like figure out and use that to decide what you want to get. And then like, I mean, the best part of this game really is getting the skill dice and using those. And so like, you sound like a real fucking nerd. In, nerd. Most, in most battle games, <laughs> I just nerd. find them boring. Cause typically, you know, you just like 
fight, you know, attack, defense, whatever. It's just like boring. This though yeah. seems more if you had like a strategic battle type game that's not like a war type game, I okay. guess. I don't know. It, it, it's more fun because um it's fun when we're like doing this battle, we're working together, we're, you know, picking which skill dice we use and then or that we like, you know, are on our board and then you know, each time it's your turn, you only get like a specific amount of of dice you can roll slash movement you can take and you have to like decide, you know, like, should I move here and then I can only roll this many dice or should I roll this many dice and then which ones do I roll? Do I do this, this, and this? And it all depends on the exact current situation you're in right. because like I don't want to pick this dice because that won't help me because of this, this, and this. So this would be the best option. I hope I get something good, you know, and you roll it and you don't. And you don't. You roll it, you don't. Right. You're like, fuck. Now, that sounds like all the combat Too games. Too many bones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, even if you don't roll it, which does suck, like so you get like a bone sometimes, which you can use to yeah, do like don't. special powers. And yep. I don't know. It It is more fun. I have I have a more enjoyable time, you know, working this out and trying to figure out what to do and how we can like win. And it just feels more strategic and more like you have to like come up with like a plan and think outside the box and like you know what are our options and you do this and I'll do this and hopefully it works out and then when it does it's like very exciting and and um you know the payoff is great but uh but that's just in general too many bones um I guess we're here to talk about the lava thing <laughs> because that's all we played you want to talk about. <laughs> uh, but I mean yeah I think I think the lava, I liked that addition to it. It kind of just added one more interesting element to it. You know, it was something that, you know, you could, it would hurt us. Um, but sometimes we like allowed it to, cause it wasn't so bad that it was like, avoid the lava at all costs, you know, but sometimes it was strategic to stay on the lava, to avoid certain things or to stay in a certain spot. Um, but it also like, was like an ever-present danger. Yeah, it's like also just like another thing in the back of your mind you have to like think about and it could be like to your advantage or disadvantage because it also hurt the bad guys and I don't know, I thought it was fun. We haven't played that in a while and we played it uh, the other night and um, I don't know, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I forgot how much I liked wow. that game. My only complaint really about the game is that it's just a little bit too long. Yep. And the amount long. of money Ryan has spent on it. We don't need to talk about that. Um, so have you played? Have you, have you soloed that game a all the time? time? Okay, all right. Isn't it cool that Natalie likes it though? It's incredible. Like I could, it's incredible. I can cool. feel your peen from. Oh yeah, peen. it's touching you. I can't help it. It hooks yeah. to the right. Well, I yeah, mean, a, it helps. Like, it's very cool. It's got a blinker. The stuff is so nice. It is very luxurious. That has to add it, to it, the. It does. Everything. So I mean, okay, this is just more too many bones. If you don't have anything for too many bones yet. This could be a cool place to start because it's an expand alone. It oh, only okay. comes bundled with two playable characters, but you can always buy more individual characters direct from so Chip Theory. So it would Theory. just be a two-player game. If you play solo, do you play both players? Nope, just you one? just play. It okay. scales to just play one you player. The, you just have to like beat them, beat the baddies. It's the same as yeah. you're always, except you're just with you're just one, yeah. and it okay. scales because there's this thing called every time you advance uh, every day into the game. So basically, you have a big baddie you have to fight, and there's you have to do it in a certain amount of time. So like the the one we did, you had seven days to fight it. Every day when an encounter card comes out, it says, "Okay, build the battle queue, which is who you're fighting, 
based on something called Player. baddie points. And it's basically what day you're on multiplied by the number of players sure. is your baddie points. That makes sense. And the baddies go and scale from one is the weakest, five is the second, is like the little strong was, and 20 is the biggest. So if we're on day two and there's two, you know, four, it's two times two is four, right? More so we, we fight four level one baddies. Make sense? Mm -hmm. So when you're playing solo, it's just the same thing. It just scales. When you're on day two, mm -hmm. as a one a solo player, yeah. you're just fighting two two level one baddies. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I I do like how Unbreakable added the lava mechanism and switched things up in combat. And while I didn't feel like it was a huge momentous change, it was really fun to engage with. As, as Natalie mentioned, it just added another layer of strategic depth, figuring out how to deal with the environment. Too Many Bones Undertow, which was the two-player standalone that came out before, had a similar mechanism with this raft, which also, like, the raft would, ex would like, break apart and you'd turn into water and you could, like, drown if you fell in there. And I also really appreciated that. There is so much content to immerse yourself in with Too Many Bones, and you can really start anywhere. If you want to get the base set, that's a fantastic starting point. If you think you'll only play solo or with two players, grab this or Undertow and you have a blast. If you need more content after those, there's Splice and Dice where you can make your own big baddie and fight against him. There's expansions that turn the game into a campaign setting. There's expansions that just add more baddie types, and there's tons of character expansions to swap in and out to make sure no game experience is ever the same. And that's one of my favorite things uh, of all about this game is it's it's going to be really difficult to play the same game twice. No samesies. <laughs> so if I didn't like anything, uh, the game is extremely expensive to get involved with. As Natalie talked about how beautiful the component quality is, it's and there's not no cheap. like there's no like. Basic There's version. no basic version. Yeah, you can get like that. you can get like higher quality health chips, uh, which costs even more. So you but can make it more expensive. Yeah, you can make yeah. it more expensive. <laughs> yeah. You can't go so it's back. Already really expensive. You can't make it less Undertow <laughs> and Unbreakable are going to run you a hundred bucks for a two-player game that comes okay. with two characters. Right, the base set that plays up to four. It's got more characters and stuff in it. Is hundred and fifty. The game is also really overwrought, okay? It's confusing. The rule book's all over the place and scant and very difficult to find answers to questions. Yeah. The chance of you unintentionally cheating, almost 100%. Yeah. You're going to be playing thinking you're doing everything right, and of course you're missing a fuck ton of Well, there's even like It's every, that kind of game. Like sometimes when, before we even like start a round, we're like taking like the baddies out, and then they have like, a, like things on them, you know, like this one is, yeah, this, guy does this. this one has stench or whatever and then you have to like look those up what does this do what does this do because like you have to know when you're playing it's not what they do bad. it's not like oh this is stupid it just takes time. extra time which brings me to that yeah. this game does take natalie uh put it very mildly and said it takes a little too long no this game takes forever to play yeah. even if you play the tyrant that's one out of five on the time scale because that's how they do the tyrants that you fight you choose who you're going to fight because the whole point of the game is to fight the big bad and beat him okay uh, you choose at the beginning of the game, okay, we're going to play this tyrant. Oh, he's a one out of five on time. So that's going to be a shorter game. So, okay, we'll play him. Okay. Right? If, but the cool thing is you play a longer tyrant, it adds to the time considerably, but then you build your character out more. Yeah. And so you have more shit to do. Yeah. Right? So that's the, the cool thing. But there's just so much going on to think about and plan. Uh, this game is a commitment game. You're committing lots of money and lots of time per play. So it's not a game... If it's not a game you absolutely love, I would definitely caution most people against it. This is the poster child for try before you buy. If you can try to play this game before you take the plunge and buy it, do that. Because some of the stuff that I talked about loving people, I can see people hating. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think Jeff would have a great time with this game because you'd be in you'd be in a bunch of different 
things yeah. the whole yeah, game it's not my like, what the fuck I, you know it's, yeah. you wouldn't it's not just like boom, 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 boom. it's like okay it's my turn okay um i'm gonna go my sheet here and and for whatever reason that's really fun for me to do with this played game it once it was like eight years ago right long. yeah like way <laughs> long ago cool. when it first like, came out i remember it being really cool and mo- more of it being the production value and, and that the production value is like, off so the cool. charts very cool um but like i said try before you buy typically the people that own it love it yeah right it's, it's always not like, a game you keep around because it's okay i know you love it yeah. and um kelly geek chic she right she plays it she plays oh, it like yeah, every fucking day so i feel like every time i see a story she's like oh, i'm playing it again right she like leaves yeah, it off her table just well, this is that kind of a game again. this is that kind of like like people compare it to gloomhaven in that way right it's like the kind of game that you could just leave set up on your table and just play it every day and have a completely different experience which is funny because it's really like when you think about it, it's literally just you're just having tactical combat encounters. That's all you're doing. Right. There's the story is very disconnected because it's just like a you shuffle a deck of encounter cards that have a little narrative yeah. on it. So it doesn't really tell well, a story. Not even all the cards are like tactical encounters, right? Some of them are just like Yeah, but that's mostly you all do you're this doing. And now you get some loot and then like that one's over quick. But then another one takes an hour. Yeah, to, I like, just battle. mean the meat of the game that you're doing. There's not like yeah. this time we're gonna do a tactical combat. This time the we're gonna go visit a village same. and buy stuff. It's like no, you're just doing the yeah, same thing over and over again. True, yeah. uh, overall, though, this is one of my absolute favorite games of all time. Each play cements that for me even more. I love playing it solo, like as Jeff mentioned earlier. Or is now Natalie can play it. Fuck yeah, no, Cameron cool. getting older. He's gonna. I know he's gonna love yeah. this game. I felt really. Cool. I think it's something I feel like he'll this really was enjoy. One of the first times that like I actually like got it. I wasn't that's like cool. what? What? And you and the three now Cameron could play with the two of you. Yeah. And that yeah. those type of games fits perfectly to like preteen, teenage like boys yep. who are just like yes. I want to go and fight a monster. Yes, I could see exactly. him just like if he gets a little older, I could see him just by himself just playing this like all the fucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is a game like that that I think he would really like. Yeah. Cool. Uh so that's too many bones under uh unbreakable uh not undertow unbreakable. Yep. What do you got, Jeff? Okay. Um quick one. Yeah. This one is called Aethermon Collect. Okay. okay. I remember this. A-E-T-H-E-R-M-O-N. That makes one of you, um, by the way, who remembers <laughs> it. Now, of course. Okay. Again, A-E-T-H-E-R-M-O-N. Okay. Aethermon Collect. All right. right. It's on or Game Ethermon. Found. Yeah. I don't, yeah know if you, I don't know if you don't pronounce the A or don't pronounce the I, E. I, for some reason, I don't know. I'm going to call it Aethermon. Okay. Maybe they'll message me and be like, nope, you fucked that no, one up. No, it's Aether. Yeah. And whatever. Um, who cares? So, yeah. It, it's on GameFound right now. There's 17 days left. I got a little preview copy of it, so that was pretty cool. I played it a few times. Actually, the, um, I played it at NerdFest, mini NerdFest, maybe like, what is that, a month ago now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple times there with Dave, and then um, the two of you got to play it really quickly. Yep. Uh, this is kind of the beginning of this Aethermon, Aethermon world, okay? And I'll talk about that mm. a little bit later. This is a light, easy game, I think, to introduce characters, maybe? Oh, Anyway, so in Aethermon Collect, it's a quick two to four player set collecting game that can be played both competitively and cooperatively. So you take these square cards that have these creatures on it. The creatures are called Aethermon or Aethermon, kind of like Pokemon. Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they they remind like, me a lot exactly of Pokemon. <laughs> I think that 
I think that has to be at least an underlying. Oh, they're just leaning into it. They're leaning into yeah. it. Okay, you're gonna look at it. That looks like Pokemon. Pokemon. You're like, out. yeah, I think so. What yeah. a good marketing thing to lean into. Oh if you're gonna lean into so something, popular. lean into a Pokemon. And, if you're yeah. this and also not get sued for some sort of like whatever. <laughs> yeah, try um, this. Right. Their, their game found has continued to That's go, and I think if they similar. were gonna get taken down, <laughs> it, it would have already, already happened. Yeah. So it's a very similar. It looks like it, and even with like in in Pokemon and Aethermon, this there's these um like set collecting. Like there's like level one of a certain Aethermon, level two, level three. Just like Pikachu turns into Fuckachu and Dinkachu. Like, I don't know what they turn into. I don't know anything. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know anything. Don't, don't they evolve, right? They evolve into these things. Pikachu okay. evolves into Raichu. Raichu. And, and Pichu and, evolves and into Pikachu. Bless you. Yeah, okay. bless you. Uh, That's yeah. good. And so they, they <laughs> So they evolve, right? These Aethermon things evolve. So I think as this world you. starts to grow, um, I'm seeing some, some things that they're going to be doing. So in this competitive mode, you set up this grid of cards. Something by something. Players take turns moving this shared acrylic standee. So it's the same thing. You can either move it horizontally or vertically as much as you want, and you take the Aethermon, the card that you're standing on. Cool. Okay, you take it. <laughs> you're trying to set collect. You get bonus points for getting all of a set. They have points on them. There are these artifact cards that help you break the rules, give you abilities, all that kind of stuff. Once the grid is clear or there's no more moves available, like people can't move consecutively, game over. That's competitive. In the cooperative version... Players move the same piece trying to do the same thing. Clear with clear the grid of cards, but you can't ever collect um, the same creature that someone Tight, else has already yeah. collected. So if Ryan has Pikachu, Natalie can't I can't take you. Bless You. I need, no, yeah. fuck yeah. Pikachu's so funny. Okay, you can't take that one. Um, they all have very Pokemon-y type of names, too. I'm, you know, they, one is not called Pikachu, but you get it. So <laughs> yeah. if, one is if called, Natalie like, has Celiac. the first... Celiac. Celiac. It's a disease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sparkity, and it's like a Sparkity, kitty. yeah. So, like, if Natalie has Sparkity, I can't take level two Sparkity. Right. right. So that kind of dictates how you can move and where you can move. You want to clear the board, you get a bunch of points. It tells you, like, hey, if you got this many points, you get you did okay. Right? Yep. In the two-player cooperative version, and I'm talking about this specifically for a reason in a minute, um, one player can only move horizontal, and the other player can only move vertical, which creates a pretty cool new challenge. Very cool. Okay. I have played this game a few times, and I have thoughts. Bam. I think this game, Aethermon Collect, shines as a cooperative two-player game. That's where this game is a winner, in my opinion. I liked it a lot. Okay. Who collects <laughs> what? Like, you know, yeah. Who well, collects I play the two-player cooperative game. Yes. Yeah. And I, I purposely sat out because the two-player cooperative game is, is so the better. fun game in this. Okay. Who collects what? Trying not to corner yourself is just a fun little challenge. Okay. This reminded me, and... You remember this game at the Cracker Barrel? Oh, there what? is a triangle with yeah. golf pegs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember yep. what I'm talking about? For sure. Where you have to like, all right, that I'm everybody's plan grandma's this. house. Jump, jump this peg. Say, Every time that. you jump a peg, right, you take the peg that you jumped. <laughs> trying yeah. to get it one left. Reminds me of that yeah. where you try to get one left. That's that's the puzzle here. Is like, all right, Natalie, you're gonna move it horizontal this way and take this one, and then I can move it this way and take this one. And you try to plan ahead four or five moves or so, and you just kind of that puzzle was was fun. The other hand, I didn't think the co the competitive version was fun. It was a little too basic. It wasn't engaging. It was just like, of course, I'm going to move there and take that one. I can either be a dick and take the one that you wanted, or I can just move here. The artifact cards did help. Um, it did help and like give you a bonus. You have some surprise moves you can make. Um, Dave and I played that way first. So I read the competitive one, and we played the competitive version, and I was like, okay. And then we're, I was like, we're sitting here. Let's just play the cooperative. And... A minute into the cooperative, Dave and I were like, this is way better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is way better of a puzzle and way more fun. So the art is really cool. It gives you Pokemon vibes, like I said. This is staying around in my collection for a 
quick, cooperative two-player game, not for anything else. Um, quick thing about this new world that's being created. This is the beginning of this Aethermon, Aethermon thing. Okay? Okay. This is culminating in a roguelike RPG game <gasps> coming out soonish. Sweet. That's going to be their next thing. I don't know. I even think it's, is a junior RPG a thing? JRPG a thing? Uh, Japanese RPG. That's Ooh, J JRPG okay. is Japanese. So JRPG is that's, that's like, what it is. I mean, that's Pokemon. Pokemon. Okay. Mm -hmm. like so Pokemon's this is what this is. It's going to be a JRPG roguelike game, and I'm really interested to see how that evolves from this. I, I think this is kind of like this has less than 300 backers, like 250 backers right now with 17 days left. So they're, it's not getting like no one knows about it. It's not getting major buzz. But I'm really, really intrigued. Your girlfriend, woof. What, woof. <laughs> I'm really intrigued at what they do. Like a roguelike RPG board game to me seems cool as shit. That seems really like, cool. At least something that I want to be like, I'm checking that yeah, shit out because it looks yeah, really yeah. cool. So I'm excited to see how the world expands. This is a quick little game. It's um, the box size is small. If it could fit in your pocket. It's not like a, it's not just some anything cards big. It's just some square cards and a standee. Um, Gotta fuck them to all. Make, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we got fuck with you, so. <laughs> And the floor is you. To make <laughs> <laughs> well, that one, I would like to fuck with you. <laughs> so to make Natalie slightly jealous, um, the the copy that I got as well as the Kickstarter also comes with a very cool um, enamel pin. What? That I sent you. What kind okay. Of pin? Are you well, a picture I sent you where I said I showed you all my pins. I sent it, it to you. It's, it's like a little dog. It's like a blue I saw dog. That one. I was like, awesome. what is this dog? It's what like a blue dog? dog. What is this dog? And it's just a cool. So anyway, that's that's the game. If if you're looking for two player cooperative, I don't think I recommend it for competitive or really more than two. The two player is like where the thing shines. You played it shockingly. Um we did. Natalie well, Natalie played it. She has no fucking remember, idea what, it is. what did you think of Aethermon, Aethermon? Well, I remember collect. it now. Like, you explained yeah. it. Go. Let's hear, let's hear what you <laughs> When you say. first said it, I was like, what? Uh, um, we explained it for a while and she had no clue. I remember it now um i well like you said we only played the cooperative version two player but if th i thought it was really fun i thought it had a very interesting puzzle and and it wasn't like it, it was a good challenge it it wasn't super obvious there was definitely times when we were like this is what we're gonna do this is what we're gonna do i'll you'll go here i'll take this and then we're just like oh fuck like that rose dead we can't get yeah, it but now then, yeah, you know we're stuck that yeah it was, it was cool watching you two go through that too and um I don't know. I thought it was like a, I mean, we love two player cooperative games in general, like kind of like this. So um, that was like right up our alley. I thought I had a lot of fun with it. Um, It was, it was really, how do I explain it? At the very beginning, the first like maybe five or even 10 turns, I was like, how the fuck are we supposed to know what to do? <laughs> I felt like yeah. the first like five or ten turns, I was like, I'm just going to do something. I'll take right. this and then we'll just kind of figure it out as yeah. it goes. And I feel like uh, that's probably what this is. You kind of just do stuff. And then eventually you're like, oh, OK, Ooh, now yeah. I know yeah. right here on turn nine, I can't go this way. And that what I like, I loved I, what I liked about the game is when that switch happened, because the first few turns, you're just like you. I, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I almost feel like just play. I don't yeah. often say that. It's like, just pick a card and then she'll pick a card and then you pick a card and then it's the game starts to come together halfway through. It starts to come together and then create this like, oh, now we've got something here. But you have to go through that. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in the first five to ten turns to get there. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the game starts halfway through playing it. Does that make any sense? Kind of reminds yeah. me of like Sagrada where like 
at the beginning, you're like, I can just place anything anywhere. And then halfway through, you're like, okay, I've got to be That's more precise about this. That's a great comparison. It's very yep. similar in that way. Where, yeah, it, the beginning of Sagrada, although I'll say the beginning of Sagrada doesn't feel as like, I don't know. It feels more like, oh, yeah. ooh, cool. I can put this here. This right. one felt more like, I don't, I have no fucking clue what to do. I'm just going to go for that one. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'll try. But I'll try to get like these more guys. Open. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's a very good. That's a very good comparison to it. The game because Sagrada is similar to that. We're like halfway through that game is when the game starts to happen, and you're like, Poise. "Oh, cool. Okay, I've gotten myself into a situation. <laughs> now I need this to happen." And Aethermon, Aethermon, that's the same feeling I felt where we're halfway through, and I'm like. Okay, now I can't just do whatever the fuck. Right. <laughs> now I have to be like very like careful about what we do. And then there was some really cool moments toward the very end of the game. Really cool moments where I was like if I go here, uh-oh, and I go here, you're you will it will end the game for us because then I will not have a legal move to go back because I can only go on the rows and Natalie can only go on the columns. Mm -hmm. And you have to, you have to alternate. Right. I can't take three turns right. in a row. I and have to go. I can then only Natalie collect ones go. that I already started, and you can't touch those. And I can't fucking touch them. Yeah. And so yeah, it, but there was some really cool moments at the end that happened where oh Jeff, I can't even remember exactly what something happened at the end. It's been a few weeks since we played it now, but I remember specifically liking it. Yeah. So if you want yeah, something that's nebulous and you kind of might think is cool, three quarters of the way through the game, check yeah. out Aethermon <laughs> on Kickstarter on GameFound Game yeah. right now for another couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah I I, I really enjoyed it. Slow. I don't think I would want to try the competitive. I know. Version. Yeah, it just kind of fell flat, and I was like, okay, well, I get what they were going for, but man, the, and maybe this is not what they maybe this is not what they were going for, but the two player cooperative was is the way to play the game. I really I liked that puzzle way more than I liked the competitive back and forth. Mm -hmm. I also think that there's maybe some people that will be like, okay, come on, this is a fucking Pokemon clone for the theme, and it is. Yeah. But I also feel like they're leaning into it on purpose, and. Yeah. And I think it's a. I, I actually kind of think it's a good idea. What did we have? There was what Digimon that came out close to Pokemon yep. that tried to kind of piggyback off of Fuckachu yeah. mm -hmm. and Florence Pugh. <laughs> and I think that this is doing it in almost a tongue-in-cheek sure. kind of way. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we're clearly just you're collecting. We're clearly them. just kind of trying to be Pokemon. Collect. You're collecting yeah. these things. This is just yeah. Pokemon, basically. But it's cool because I I really think that if I played this with Cameron, he'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And the art is cool. Like, they, they yeah, got good, good art as well. Right. He would be like, fuck yes. He'd be fuck like, yes. fuck yeah, like, dad. Fuck yeah. Like, Cameron. Um, nice. I'm like, do you like it, buddy? He'd be like, fuck, fuck yes, I yes, do. I do. Son of a <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Wait, I'm the fuck said? there. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Shit, that means I'm the fuck. <laughs> I liked it, Jeff. I thought it was yeah. really good. Good. So we got one more. Yeah. I'm gonna do it really quick. We're gonna do it real quick. All right, so one more. Um, so there was the, the the top game on my list that I wanted Jeff to pick up for me was this game from Oink. And it's not the game from Oink that you all probably think it is. It's not no. Dragon and Tea Tiger Leaves. Oh, Tiger, Tiger and, Dragon. and Dragon. It's not that. That's Oink as well. Big box Oink game, kinda. Yeah. For Oink, that's big, a big yeah, box Oink game. Wasn't, yeah. I didn't know that was Oink because yeah, because oh, the bigger. box is so it's big, big, right? Yeah. Even this game, make the difference, yeah, has a slightly bigger, bigger box than a, double, than a typical a Oink winker. game. Now, this game caught my attention really early because it has this really cool idea of the the. What's really fun about having those two pictures that are the exact same picture, and you like gotta find the in difference. those highlights magazines, isn't yeah. that yeah. where they were? Exactly, it's exactly. Like the difference. That is so fun to try to figure that. It, 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 it scratches that where's Waldo itch, yep. mm -hmm. right? 
And this game is your opportunity to play that, but you get to make the difference in the one photo, and then the uh, your opponents have to That's find it. That's why it's called Make the Difference. Make the Difference. You <laughs> make the difference. And what a cool idea that was, and I was like, I just... I don't even, I don't want this. I want to play it. Well, Jeff uh, awesomely got him and me a copy and we played it before the show and it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. And it was really fun. There's, it comes with 10 different scenes and what, 20 sheets in each scene or so. Yeah. T- I think there's 10 in each, 10, 10 scenes, 10 pictures in each. And then if you got it, there was like a little expansion pack with six yeah, more. Yeah, six more. Okay, yeah, so it's so only whatever, 10 yeah. in each. I thought it was 20. Okay, so yeah, then you get six. So there's about 16 total if you get them all. And basically what you do is, uh, so there's three of us playing. We each take a different scene. We could have taken the same one probably. Or do you have to take it a different recommends one? recommends to do okay. different ones. So yeah. we take a different scene. We take off a piece of paper from it. And then we each make five marks on this thing with these cool markers that come with it that basically mimic the artwork because the paper the looks thing. like it's drawn with marker yeah like it's just black and white right white so it comes paper, with these, black these marker. markers that you draw on with which if those ran out what would i don't know you yeah you can't play this you have you'd have to get new you markers that's markers. that's that's a point and it's like anyway so you make these five little marks they're very small marks that you make because you want to try to you know trick the other players and then once you're done you put your the two pictures out for the other players to see you flip a timer and then they uh pour over that picture and try to spot your differences if they do before the timer runs out the first time then they get a point if the timer runs out and they haven't found all five, you flip the timer and then they'll still get a point for finding the differences. But now, since it's taken longer, the person who drew it, you will also get a point. Yeah, you were tricky. And then once the timer runs out the second time, it ends. And either they've found all five or they haven't. If they haven't, you get another point. You get other yeah, points. Based depending on on oh, yeah, based on the size of the mark you made. Mark. If you made a pretty big mark. And they didn't find uh, and they didn't it. Find it you, you get, get more you points, get more points right. because encourage you to make something bigger instead of just a dot. Yeah, instead yeah. of just a dot. Well, yeah. a dot's going to be much harder to find, but you'll right. get more points if you find. Now, I personally don't find that the po- this is that this is one of those games where the points matter. Yeah. I think this would actually be a really fun cooperative game where everybody just draws their five things, and then we go through and we have until the timer runs out to see how many we can get, yeah. and then we can beat our score. It's that like, would be really fun. I'm starting to call these things like party game points. Like They don't fucking matter. They don't matter. Yeah. They're party game points. Like, they don't matter. Oh, you technically won, but like who cares? Like, good for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, like Natalie mentioned earlier when we were playing it, 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 it really is literally just a vehicle to make the game have a little bit of stress. Right. Yes. Right. It's just to be like, okay, I want to find these fast so I can get more points. But mm-hmm. the, yeah. the fun in the game for me is, is finding it. Yeah. yeah. And I think it would be fun to find it as a group. I think that would be really cool. And I'm very happy with this game. I appreciate you getting it for me, Jeff. Yeah. And I I think this is one that we're going to show people. I think often. so too. I love Oink. That company mm. is great. They it's make these little games stuff. that are always unique. They're never like the best game you've ever played. Right. Typically. Right. But they're always like they got some charm. Yeah. That other game companies don't like have. like a little different. The charm yep. is, right? They got, Sc- wait, was Scout Oink? Yeah, yep. Scout had yeah. this little charm. Order Overlord had this little charm. Nine Tiles Panic, Nine Tiles Panic, Nine. Yeah. All those <laughs> ones had little charms. Yeah. Um, Insider. A of fake, fake artist goes to New fake York. Artists, yeah. yeah. Make the difference now. And all the other ones that are, yeah. I'm forgetting, of course, that are all mm-hmm. really, really good. So what did you guys think of Make the Difference? Natalie? Uh, I thought it was really fun. I like this kind of stuff. Um, 
the I was seriously impressed with the how the markers blended in. I was very agree. nervous um, because I drew it and I felt like it was obvious where the marker was because it was like kind of like darker and like I would like go into some of the lines that were printed on there and I was like I feel like you could see that I overlapped it but you just got to wait a minute and it dries and like I'm looking at it right now and I, like I know where I marked it up and I was like man this looks exactly yeah, it like it was printed there. on there Jeff took a picture of agree. all of the ones that yep. we did he's gonna are you gonna post it on Instagram okay, or in I Discord already posted or? It. I have like like eight people have already commented that they found <laughs> like them? granted you're listening to this right now you can't you're not going to be able to see it because it's going to be gone by tomorrow. Um, oh, you posted oh, a story. I posted yeah. a story. So if you're interested in it, I can send you the pictures that we took, that I took. Like, I took a picture, so I can send it to you. Yeah. And you can look at it. But people are already responding, like, ooh, I found a little one. I found this. And like Natalie said, it worked way better than I thought. I know. Because I was like, this could... I yeah, said it afterwards, fall. this could fucking flop bad. Mm-hmm. Where it's like... Yeah, yeah they have to oh, do it's, this it's right. there, 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 and there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because we got... All, all three of our sheets, we were like, we, we missed came one down, in every single one It came one down them. to the or end. it came down to like the last yeah. second to find one. Right. Yeah, and I was surprised. And I also liked that it encouraged you to maybe make a bigger one. Like, I made one that was probably too big, but I was like, if they don't find it, I get three points. Yeah. Right? It was just the idea yeah. of like, yeah. can I sneak this by them? Right? Yeah. And Natalie, I like, Natalie made one and then went, how did you guys not find that? that was the most obvious right. I know, one. That was the one they didn't, didn't find, find. I felt like it. was the most obvious. Yeah, yeah it, it worked way better I thought it was really I fun. I, I'm excited to play this again. And Same. even this is just like a fun thing to just like, like sometimes there's like, I don't want, it's not like a party game or anything like that. But, um, but like, you know, sometimes there's games where you like, you play it as the game and then you also just play it for fun. Yep. It's fun. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those kind of games. Yep. Yeah. Completely this, agreed. Yes. This um, exceeded my expectations because I thought it could be a, a flopper because of the. The markers the marker and the situation. pen, and God, I'm just gonna see it. Like, look at the yeah. art, like, but they, they put right. enough weird crap in there, enough like childish artwork, drawing, l- random lines that you could add to or touch on. It's not like this over realistic picture where you have to be a good artist. True, you can just kind of make a squiggle, right? At like extend a line, right? Right, and that uh, there's a lot of options for you to do, even to to try to hide this stuff. And I thought it worked. It worked. I am well, very worried about the marker situation. Very yeah. worried about that. So we'll see well, luckily, how that goes. Every time you draw, it's like very little. So as long as the cats get back just saying, on the markers. I'm worried about them drying out. Like, say we don't play it for a month and we come back to it and it's like, oh, they're fucking dried out somehow. I mean, that's I, what I'm I don't see that happening unless oink. it's been like a few years and then we're like, oh, no, I don't know. It. There's there's skeins that come with like dry erase markers. And they just like Suck. don't fucking work. Well, and then you can just quality. replace a. Di- You're Hopefully. right. They do seem like more yeah. quality. They're like long. They're like big and long, yeah. which is why the box price is so big. Right. Yeah, it needs to be even a little bigger, I think, to yeah. fit them properly, honestly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think that's a really, really fun game. It's not the oink game that most people are hearing and talking about right now. Right. Uh, but I do think that it is a great game that if you can find it, you should check it out because it's, it's really, really, really mm-hmm. fun. The Gamecasters have a sponsor. We have partnered up with Modern Meeple, company behind the famous Gamey Susan, which is a lazy Susan that holds extremely high-quality board game component trays. These trays are the picture of luxury. Made right here in the USA, they are made from a wood-based material that's dyed throughout with a number of different colors to choose from, and should you drop or ding them, they will still retain that color. These things are so great looking on the table, and displaying them on your game shelves will really elevate your status with your neighbor, which is good because he's been lording that damn elk head 
bed over the fireplace for the last five years and really needs to shut up. So head on over to ModernMeeple.com to check out all the great products they have. And if you find something you like, enter discount code GAMECASTERS at checkout to receive free shipping. And a couple cool GAMECASTERS keychains as well. Once again, that's ModernMeeple.com. The Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise sure isn't. If you're looking to get some great game casters or mad board gamer gear, head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom game casters designs for us, so you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull down under creators, and find us there under board game podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently, and what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us, am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull down under creators and find us under board game podcasts. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecasters toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that just had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the gamecasters to help out. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. It's now the time of the show where something makes me laugh a lot, and that thing is you! In today's Instagram Inboxer. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. All right. I'm here. All right. All I right. went to this thing. <laughs> I went to this thing last weekend. What's it called? Geneva Convention. Geneva Convention. All right, sweet. <laughs> they shortened it recently. <laughs> like last year, like, like during the last COVID like, hundred years, they shortened right. it to like Gen Con. They've oh, only okay. done like they've only done like fifty-seven of them or something, <laughs> um, or whatever this was. And two people were just clearly absent from from this event. As we were walking around, like there's so many people except these two. It was people. Amanda and Wally, and it was oh. Amanda and Wally. So. <laughs> and Ben and M. Where were those? Yeah, darn it, those, those four people, punks. But so fifth and sixth. Yeah, fifth and sixth. The, the fifth and sixth people I was looking for were Ryan and Natalie. So I decided to ask our listeners, because they're just so kind and gentle and you'd just be really easy on you. Um, what's the real reason that Ryan and Natalie didn't go to Gen Con? Here we go. Like, Here what's we the go. real yeah, reason? Yeah, I want to know. Why I want to know. Go? Why didn't we go? And yeah, this was us. more so, I kind of put like, like, like a wrong answers only. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. want somebody to be like, well, they, they had busy. plans. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I get it. They had plans. Right. Um, so here we go. Slapian, instead of going to Gen Con, I almost feel like this. No, I'm, I'm sidetracking now. This could almost be like a Letterman thing where he's like, where I'm like, top, top, 10, top 10 reasons, reasons why yeah. right now they go to Gen Con. Uh, the instead, they went to a knife expo at a local flea market offering all you can eat pizza and back scratches after 10. <laughs> <laughs> so you went there instead. Oh my God. The back scratch after 10 would have been. That sounds one great, second except long. the knife expo part. <laughs> that sounds um, awesome. Yeah. I know, you like knives for some reason. And back scratches. Yeah, the, D would like, the D would like that, too. Yeah, he would love mm-hmm. that. Ryan Harms over on Instagram. 
there was an Arnold Palmer shortage, <laughs> meaning there was not enough empty bottles for Ryan to make it to Gen Con. <laughs> on the because, car ride? Yeah, that's on the car ride. Because Natalie is not stopping for any reason. <laughs> driving the car. Jeff, I'm sorry, we can't go. Why? Natalie won't stop for me to pee, and I don't have enough Arnold Palmers because there's a shortage. And you know the national shortage? Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah, understand, no, you understand. Yeah, we can't, we can't I get it. I get you understand. It. I get it. <laughs> Swoozle. Swoozle. Ryan Nally didn't go because Ryan lost all concept of time and spent a week replacing words and games with the word butthole. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I forgot to get our tickets. Shit, the tickets. Oh, oh man. Butthole con. Red Wing Kitty said Ryan and Nally didn't go because they got banned from Gen Con because the organizers are jealous of Nerdfest. Yeah. And, <gasps> they feel quite, and they feel quite incompetent in comparison. Yeah, they should. They should. 80,000 people Ours versus maybe 200. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> we got have em. really good feedback. Got them. <laughs> Matt Cousineau says that Ryan and Allie didn't go because they blew their Gen Con budget on a new bathroom door. <laughs> that's funny. Remember ben, that story? Yeah. That is a that's a theme that we're gonna that's see. Good. Oh, oh no! no. That's the bathroom door is could thing. be coming a thing here pretty soon. Oh no! Captain Pedantic. <laughs> Ryan and Allie didn't come to Gen Con because the Kama Sutra of Burgundy. Steffenfeld's new book came out, <laughs> and they had to stay home. We had to put on our Feld condoms and go yeah, to town. It, it came with the whole, uh, it came with the Sorry. complete collection. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ryan and Allie didn't come. This is from Dan. They didn't okay. go to Gen Con because they agreed that they had to play every game on their shelf of shame before their next convention. Oh my god! So they will be attending. Be? So they will be attending in the year three thousand and forty-five. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say. I'm really? like, that's, gonna <laughs> that's <happen."> never. <laughs> I'm more likely to sell happen. off the games on my shelf of shame than I am to play them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, guess what? My shelf of shame's down ten games. Got him nailed it. Because <laughs> I sold them. I feel like off. we haven't changed the shelf of shame list in like. A and that in itself is shameful. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so bonsai is gonna show up soon. Mm. Is that that's off the shelf of shame? I don't yeah. count. Uh, so I didn't. I we didn't know this plays, was a thing. Not, it seems like most people they would not count it as off their shelf of shame unless it was their copy that was played. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was a thing. I don't fucking care about that at all. We just if it's in my it. collection and I've played it, I count it off of my shelf of shame. Agreed. Yeah. I I do the same thing. If, if it's a if it's a game that I have that I played, even someone I had copy, no idea off. that's what people did. And yeah, I, I, people, I remember a lot of people were like, uh, "Yeah, that's how I do it." And I was like, "What?" That just seems crazy to me. Yeah. Better half reviews. Why didn't they go? Decided to go to some family reunion and enjoy some drama instead. <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> McMeeple's Publishing. You're having Uncle Joe. Not just the McMeeple's anymore. The McMeeple Publishing. Yeah, right. Ooh, yeah. Fancy. It's all fancy now. Ryan and Natalie did secretly go to Gen Con. <laughs> and they wanted to steal a pallet of magic cards but needed an alibi so they said they didn't go. <laughs> It was you two. <laughs> Dude, I would love to, to show up somewhere as myself yeah. with a fake nose and then be like, Gene Parmesan. <laughs> Gene Parmesan. Oh, Gene. He's got like a nose that's like the exact same nose yeah. as his nose. Oh, just- Gene. <laughs> Side note, we just bought a boat. Yeah. 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 JR sketching stuff. Jack. Ryan didn't have enough money for board games and girl pizza every True. night. We yeah. just had girl pizza today. <laughs> That's true. That girl wanted some pizza. Woo. She got it. Mainstream people, why didn't Ryan and Allie go to Gen Con? Ryan got wedged in the bathroom again. <laughs> Curse you, corkboard. And now this new door is so much stronger than the old yeah. one. I know, it's like solid wood. It is. Prelude says, 
Natalie went out, and Ryan got stuck in the bathroom door. <laughs> bathroom again. Oh, too bad. Board to play says they both got stuck in the bathroom. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. That would be great. That'd be Board to play better. also says they didn't go because Natalie was out grabbing power lines again. <laughs> oh, God. shit. Wait, so in that situation, she's dead? I guess. We didn't go because Natalie died this yep. time. Well, hopefully oh it's the same gosh. situation as last time, and it was and you don't not die. active. No, you, yeah. you're never touching one again. Oh, yep. I'm never touching one again. Board to play I know is, I was touching no, one in the not. first place, just FYI. Board to play know. also says you're boycotting said. Gen Con because Nerdfest is the only board game That's event it. that you're only going one. to. I can only go to there can only all be the one. other conventions. Mr. Measles made a joke that hasn't been med- made yet. Ryan got stuck in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he feels that one. He had to come help us Man, install that was it. That was, thank you, Mr. Measles. Dave, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mick says Gen Con's just too popular, and you went to Gen Con before it was cool. Yes. So yeah, we're just too cool for Gen so, Con. Right, exactly. <laughs> Dave's got it. Dave's got it made there. Yeah. Um. All these all these eighty thousand fucks who just found out about it now. Yeah. Really, we're like, oh man, what did we do? We have to go next year. <laughs> Weeks we, we spent like fomoing. Um. The Cajun gamer PJ, right? Yep. Yeah. Said said Ryan and Natalie didn't go for fear of running into him again. <laughs> yeah, that was terrifying for me. That was a terrifying Does thing. PJ, for me. run. <laughs> He's so mean. Um. Shelly says they're getting too famous and tired of all the groupies at all these conventions. Yeah, you like us too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not the greatest feeling of all time for us yeah. narcissists or anything. <laughs> I know. The Ark Hammonk. The Arkham Monk. The Arkham Monk. I always think Hammonk, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Um, they don't allow wine and cider on the expo floor now. <laughs> that. And there's Not no babies it. or yeah. there's, there's no um, uh, pasta or puppies. The yeah. Arkham Monk also said they frown upon peeing in bottles at Gen Con. <laughs> You're not allowed. It's just bathroom. frowned upon? I could probably deal with that. Yeah. If there's like a hard rule against it, maybe that'd be a Last one from the Arkham Monk. That Natalie and Ryan were banned from all the hotels for waffle stomping. <laughs> oh my god! You're out. You can't go. They to have Gen our Con picture. Anymore. They have our picture. Ah, oh, these are known uh, waffle stompers. <laughs> these known waffle. St- the board game Ew. snobs. Probably <laughs> Gabby hell. said there was just a raging case of chlamydia. You just couldn't go. Sorry. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one of us had it? Oh damn! Nuclear Knight said Ryan had a penile extension surgery. He couldn't go. Yeah, it didn't Ooh, take. Still in recovery. It's, 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 it's extended, extended it from one to four inches Yeah, total. and it yeah. still didn't take. <laughs> a three from a one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went from, I'm now one and three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Peter also said that Ryan had some weird Final Destination dream about the con and he couldn't go. I couldn't. Ooh. Don't get on the flight. Oh <laughs> it's like God, one of those. That's creepy. Oh my God. Okay, I can't, I can't get on this plane. <laughs> Um, Peter also said Ryan and Natalie couldn't go because of butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> butt stuff prevents us from going typically. There was just kind of butt stuff. <laughs> what? You know. Well, I was wedged inside. You remember? No. It was, no. A, it was, a, it was, it was like a thing. It was like a finger trap for a while. I couldn't get out. You had you a finger you trap. You know those finger traps? The finger trap, but it was, it was a penis. It was a, it was a penis. Bu- Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's like a, gross. Gotcha. Well, so well you're not going to your sphincter. You probably could have turned that into some cosplay thing. <laughs> you were in the cosplay deviance <laughs> booth, I think. Uh, it's a costume we call rear-ending. <laughs> CP Wilson that said Ryan Nally didn't go because they're lame like he is. Yeah, he, he didn't go either. Yeah, 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 we are lame. Osborne we are. said Natalie probably just jailed Ryan into the basement to save their money. 
Oh, That's probably. a very good point. Silence of the Lamb style in a well. That's Ooh, okay. <laughs> you, did you finish it with that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hastama on Instagram said, because they are a bunch of chickens. We and are. then I'm supposed to do this. Oh. Says, Jeff, would you kindly insert some chicken noises? So I went with the rest of the development of chicken. Has any of you ever seen a chicken? Um, Nay, okay, Nay Ryan. That's Ryan Quinn. Ryan Quinn. Oh. Okay, so yep. this is where this comes in. Ryan Quinn said because there is a strict number of Ryans that can attend. Too many Ryans. <laughs> and yeah. you couldn't go. Did you speaking of the this? Max. There was a Ryan convention in, yes, in California I, I saw. Yeah. And it was or like all it, these it, it was all these Ryans were yeah. there. And then and then a bunch of Ryans spoke out and said, I didn't know about this Ryan convention. So they're doing it again. That's wait, that was funny. an actual thing. Yes. Yeah, they had all this Ryan show up to this bar. And, and, and you know out. who's you know who's not allowed to show up? Brian. Brian's this fucking yeah, Brian. Like, Get out of the Brian. way, Brian. Yeah, sorry, Brian. Fuck you, Brian. Thanks, sorry, Brian. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> yeah. If I went there, I would just bring a flamethrower. There could be only one. Only one. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I couldn't go. Plurpy said Ryan and Natalie can't go because 69ing and super glue just don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> we get stuck. Yep. <laughs> super glue. Hey, that's why we why didn't would it yes, just, Let me just go. spread this. Oh, that's not lube. That's super glue. Hey, uh, oh, man, this doesn't mix. Apex Savage <laughs> said, well, they were going to go and steal all these magic cards. But someone got there first. Those fuckers. Oh. God damn it. I had such a plan to wear my GameCaster shirt and laugh and smile at the camera while I was walking yes. out with it. Now I can't realize <laughs> that dream. You were about. You were headed there and you just, they already took it. Shit. <laughs> Dan, in fact, I burrito said it conflicted with the Selena Gomez sex bot expo, Ooh. and you just couldn't make it to Gen Con. Ooh, a sex oh, bot, damn. not yeah. even a doll, a sex this bot. This is a sex bot. Oh, oh yeah, Selena Gobot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Homemade soda just said it was a lack of ability to make good decisions. He says, "Well, I feel like shit because I didn't go either." He's right. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, of us made right. bad decisions. Yeah, um, Hayward plays. Says it was the same week as uh, same weekend as your annual three day fuck fest. <laughs> Damn, just couldn't make uh, it. Well, the yearly, yeah, annually, yeah, yeah, annual. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. We'll we'll Playing a different weekend next. Shit, year. Nelson, uh, Nelson all over said you didn't go because you hate him. <laughs> you just didn't want to see Nelson. <laughs> I told so many people not to tell him that. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate Nelson. Don't oh, Nelson's this. going. Don't then I'm not going. going. <laughs> There's eighty thousand people. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Literally. Is Nelson going? You, wait, you think he's wait. going? Fuck. Oh, oh, shit. I know I'm going to say I, him, I can't so. go. Natalie, yeah, can't Natalie go. we can't go. Nelson's going. <laughs> Nelson's going. The game emporium said there was a baggy-related incident at the airport that you couldn't go. You got blocked. Oh, from I see. <laughs> oh, my God. I brought all my baggies, but they yeah. were like, no, there's some fucking All right, let me get over to this for the last few answers. All right. This is good. Okay. Daryl Lake, who I sent a gift card to, lives in Canada. <laughs> Ryan and Allie can't go. Refilled Arnold Palmer bottle mistaken for massage oil. Oh. <laughs> Gen Con trip canceled due to awkwardness. You still haven't made eye contact with each other, so you can't go to Gen Con. Can you imagine awkwardness? Yeah. We're just awkward, and so I just like slowly uh, click the cancel ticket button. That was, yeah, like I can't be in a car with that you was for something four else. Hours. You're just doused in yeah. urine. John Kalinsky said. He's, they're not going because they're not supporting the competition. This was a nerd fest, right? He's like Ronald yeah. McDonald's need whoppers. You know, yeah, fuck, <laughs> yes, we need to get yes. you on the payroll. Heather Swindeman said, Ryan heard there would only be girl pizza there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so where's all the boy going? pizza? Yeah. I was, well, the, what, what, am I going to starve? I can't girl be eating girl pizza. Boy pizza. Alan Fullerton said, <laughs> Ryan got stuck in the bathroom <laughs> again and couldn't make it through the door. <laughs> Meanwhile, Natalie got the zoomies while eating girl pizza and didn't notice her phone was ringing. <laughs> so they got stuck in the bathroom. Who, who's that? 
That was Alan Fullerton. Great. That's, that's a great yeah. one. Daniel Bundeson said two things. One, Jeff was going, so that's why I didn't go. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, and <laughs> then he also said the permit to carry concealed poop knife got lost in the mail. <laughs> I really want a poop, poop knife. knife. Yeah, I really just, want. I think we need one. to just have Wait, one. I want. How do we not? Do we have one? No. How do we just not have he one? I just, I just why said I wanted it. Send us. I don't know why. Send us a poop knife, please. Somebody randomly, anonymously, send me a poop knife. And the last one, Stephen McPherson says, "Too much sexy time. Slept in, missed a flight." God, that would be the greatest one ever. Too bad it's not true. That's it. So that's why Ryan and I didn't go to That was illuminating. I wish. I'm glad to know because I wondered. Yeah, now yeah, I have no, no idea. Our life know. is crazy. <laughs> it is fucking crazy. There's actually another story that Natalie won't even let me tell on this podcast. So if you want to hear the story, we are going to do a boy pizza, girl pizza episode, which is the the um, show that we do that's only on Patreon. Oh, all right. So this is my one like I forget. What come to pa- I w- I'm not withholding from the show. I would do it. Natalie will not let me tell it on the show. You have to be a patron. To hear this story, Natalie, it'll be okay. it'll be coming out this week. I'm gonna say something. I talked to uh, the measles about <laughs> the Patreon stuff because so I've done like one thing, okay? Yeah. And the one thing that I sent to Ryan, it was like me talking about game night. I sent it to him. Ryan goes, "Oh, that's kind of short." <laughs> okay. So I just stopped. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well then." That's not what doing I meant. It. I didn't. Uh, so I told measles this story. I was like, measles. This is why you haven't heard any like mad chatter because I sent one to Ryan. He was like, oh, that was concise. Um, and I was that's like, what I said. <laughs> Meanwhile, in his back of his head, he's like, that's real fucking short and it wasn't good. So, no. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't, I'm not gonna do any of these Dude. anymore. Pepper and, him out no, as short and, as you and want. Kevin was like, no, I want I want to hear about your game night. So I might just Good. do a few more just for Kevin. <laughs> it was gonna be real the concise. People want the it's mad chatter. Real concise. It'll be real concise. You'll get six minutes of what the fuck yep. I played on fuck a Monday. It. Fuck it. Do it as, sh- as short as you want to go. Night heaven. Real quick. So get over to the Patreon because you're going to be getting some more concise and short <laughs> segments. Yes, the story, Natalie will not let me tell. You will also hear that. I remember a, saying that course. you can't tell it, but I don't remember what it is. It's a I'll thing. say this. It happened during a cleaning escapade we had in the laundry area. You had sex in the laundry room. Sex Something happened. Oh, that. Okay. So for today's game of the episode, I am <laughs> going to have Jeff and Natalie create a game on the fly, <laughs> doing nothing other than saying random words one after the other. If you remember... Many episodes ago, in the banter, we did this as a joke. We just said, hey, let's play the game where you go on your phone and you keep hitting like the next word and just see what comes yeah. up. We did that off the top of our brains. It devolved every time because of Natalie to sex. <laughs> yeah, Natalie, right? you were oh, yeah, Natalie was, the filthy, was filthy. Uh, so I want to encourage that behavior, Natalie, please. <laughs> Each of you are going to go back and forth and say random words, okay, until you come up with the title of the game. So I want you to do that first, come up with a random title of a game, and then I'm going to give you another brief after that when uh, we go on to the next part of the game. Okay, so first, I want... Uh, uh, There's Na- no scoring in this game, but I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, I want you to start. Okay, you're going to say one word of anything. Jeff, you're going to continue until you have the name of a game. Okay, okay? whenever you're ready, Natalie, begin. Big. Salad. <laughs> Over. Easy. <laughs> Is that it? Is that the end of it? <laughs> All right, Jeff, write that down, please. Okay. All right, so the name salad of your game is easy. Big Salad Over Easy. Big Salad. I think there needs to be a comma. Big or is Salad. Or colon. colon. Is the game over Big easy. Salad? Big Salad. Over Easy. Over easy. 
that's okay. so much better than anything okay. I could have thought. Uh, I was gonna... uh, sorry. Uh, All I think right. I lost now, the point on that here's one. Here's what's going to happen now. Now I want you guys, you're going to oh tell me what this game is, what's it about, how does it go, okay? It go? In the exact same way you just did. You're going to tell... <laughs> All of our listeners, what this game's about by just doing mm. one word over and over. However, I have given you each five words that I need you to throw in at some point during your descriptions of this game. Of this game, are at we doing some more point, games, or this is it? This is it. This we're is the only game we're doing. This we're is doing all we're doing. Big we're salad over big easy. Salad <laughs> do you want the bell, and then you can ring it every time we say one of the words? Oh, that's a great idea. I was going to just say the words, but no, I think it's better to do it this way. Uh, these words I took from a pool that I got from the Discord. So if you're not part of the Discord, it would be a great idea to get over there because stuff like this happens where you can get involved and um, with the show. You know, I, I oftentimes, Jeff or I will ask for ideas for things that we need from you to help us. And this is one such idea. Uh, so you all can do the Instagram stuff too, if you want, because in, a Instagram, lot of people Jeff just posts, respond to me. Jeff on that. posts the Instagram inbox over in the Discord as well. There's also mm-hmm. a lot of giveaways that we do in there uh, that just kind of happen randomly. And most of all, it's just a big place where we all hang out and have a good time every single day. It pops <laughs> off. All right, so it doesn't have to be every time you speak, but just keep in mind these five words at some point during this description. And the description can be as long as as it takes, okay? You're going to do a couple things, okay? You're gonna you're gonna talk about what the game's about and maybe what mechanics are in the game. Okay? Think about those kinds of things as you're as you're saying one word after the other. Oh, God. Okay. Well this, let's, now let's think about the game. Can we think about it before? Okay, think about okay, it. Think about so the this game. game is called Big Salad Over Easy. Okay now <laughs> Oh. Okay, so you would think now if you easy. if you have ever listened to the 118 episodes prior to this, you would think that this game would be called like Waffle Stomp Dick Poop Knife, right? right? But yeah. no, we went Big Salad yeah. Big over Salad. That's exactly what I was hoping easy. for. Just absolute okay. what the fuck nonsense are random we, crap. Are we sure we would, we like the colon? This game is called Big Salad Colon Over Easy. Yeah, I like that. So this is a big salad that's over easy. <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of like it's an egg, but it's got a salad because an eggs eggs are over easy. Big salad. Okay. Oh, are you ready? Boy. No. Yeah. Good. Good. No. I'm glad you're not ready. Jeff, okay. I want you to start this time. <laughs> One word to start to do the description of the game. Here we go. In the game. <laughs> we create. Salads. <laughs> and toppings. <laughs> we create we create we create salads and toppings. Oh, I should write this down. Through a <laughs> through a <laughs> mechanism where <laughs> you <laughs> there you go I'm like you're doing all the heavy lifting here uh, <laughs> you don't have to conjugate the same way okay wait what <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything read uh, what, what, what we have in the game in this game we create salads and toppings through a mechanism where you <clears throat> yes. 
That's the sounds good. So Draw. Oh. Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Draft. <Ooh>. Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Masticate. <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm going to stop you there. Oh, I'm going to stop you there. Okay. Here's what we got so far. Yep. In this game, we create sa- in, in this game called uh, Big Wait Big, big Salad, salad Over Easy. <laughs> How do you forget that? <laughs> in this big game called Big easy. Salad Over Easy, we create salads and toppings through a mechanism where you draw sprinkles and draft noodles to masticate blubber. <laughs> okay, so we're eating blubber. Period. <laughs> All right, period. Yeah. All right, Natalie. Good, Natalie, yeah, you're not. You're up. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, urn. Earn <laughs> sprinkles. <laughs> Earn. I'm gonna. Uh, can I use like? I'm gonna do two words. Yeah. Okay. Earn titty caca points. <laughs> this isn't working. Titty caca was one of my words. I need grandma's bell. This bell's not Bye. cutting it for me. Bye. So earn titty caca points. Bye. Hmm. Cutting. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. That's a good mechanism. Okay. Wieners. Yep, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> and <laughs> and twinkling. Oh, wait. Twinkling. What? What's our sentence? What's our sentence? Right now? Yeah. Okay. Earn titty caca points by cutting wieners and twinkling. <laughs> twinkling. <laughs> twinkling. Fuck. <laughs> what's he supposed to do with twinkling? That? <laughs> twinkling. Maybe twinkling is just the verb. By cutting wieners yeah. and twinkling. <laughs> and twinkling, period. Yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cutting wieners right. and twinkling. Okay. All right. Watch your shenanigans. <laughs> um, <laughs> grow. Watch your shenanigans grow as. Oh, okay. So it's not watch your shenanigans. New sentence grow. It's watch your shenanigans grow. Watch your shenanigans yep. grow okay, as. as. Oh, boy. Vegetables. Okay. Vegetables. <laughs> grow. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. All right, Natalie. New sentence. <laughs> um. I can't wait to read this to you. So stupid. This is so stupid. Eat. You said Toads. eat. Did you say? It's <laughs> <laughs> my last word. I think. Okay. Eat toads. Two. Wait, the number two, the letter T O. Okay. Eat toads to earn. Ooh. Berries. Oh. And. <laughs> <laughs> um. Croutons. <laughs> Eat toads or berries and croutons. Period. <laughs> you will love big salad <laughs> over easy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, Nellie, did you miss one? I think you missed one. 
Nope, you didn't. You didn't. You got them all. I don't think so. Yep, you got them all. All right, here we go. Are you ready for the <laughs> the game? The brand new game coming out this fall. <laughs> Big salad over easy. Okay. You, you guys, you, do you guys want to know what this game's about? Yeah, I, I really do. This sounds interesting. Yeah, it sounds okay. something. Um, in this game, we create salads and toppings through a mechanism where you draw sprinkles and draft noodles. Yep. To masticate blubber. Of course. Right. Yep. That's, okay. well, that's how you're going to do it. Earn titty caca points. <laughs> Stupid. Earn titty caca points by cutting wieners. Earn titty caca points by cutting wieners and twinkling. <laughs> twinkling. And twinkling, period. Earn titty caca points by cutting wieners and twinkling. Watch your shenanigans grow as vegetables grow. <laughs> What's growing? My shenanigans and my veggies. Growing, growing. Eat toads to earn berries and croutons. You would love big salad over easy. <laughs> BGG, here we go. We're like the really like <laughs> like we're like the really shitty AI. Oh god. Where you going? <laughs> I'm gonna go on chat GPT. This is chat Natalie. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have chat GPT give us a description for, for the game. Big salad over easy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a great idea. It's gonna be way better. Big than salad ours. over easy might be the best name I've ever heard for anything. <laughs> for anything. <laughs> anything. Big salad over easy. How do you want HF? Hey, Jeff, how do you want your big salad prepared? Well, over well, I used to like it scrambled, it scrambled, but as I've grown, I like it. Um, I like it, I like it over easy. Poached. <laughs> well, big, actually, the big scramble, big salad poached is the next one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The, it's the follow up. The expand, the expand. You can get the eggs benedict <laughs> expansion. <laughs> In this game, we create salads and toppings through a mechanism where you draw sprinkles and draft noodles to masticate blubber. Earn titty caca points by cutting wieners and twinkling. Watch your shenanigans grow as vegetables grow. Eat toads to earn berries and croutons. You will love big salaries. <laughs> well, that was the description on BGG, and that's it. Okay, you ready what you for got, what Jeff? Chad yeah, what says? GBT says, Big Salad Over Easy is a whimsical and fast-paced card game oh. where players take on the role of quirky chefs competing to create the most elaborate and outrageous salads. Each turn... This is way too good. It sounds too good. Okay, It sounds too good. Players collect ingredients, which range from traditional veggies to bizarre items like rubber ducks and toy cars. Well, that's kind of like blubber. The goal <laughs> is to strategically combine ingredients, apply quirky dressing cards, and overcome challenges to impress the judge, who has an ever-changing palate. The game combines creativity, strategy, and a dash of absurdity, making it hilarious and engaging experience for players of all ages. Uh, Big yep. salad over easy. But where's the titty caca points? <laughs> they really left that one. You don't um, cut wieners in there? Where's the twinkling where's mechanism? The, where's, the, where's the twinkle period? <laughs> where's that? Uh, you don't twinkle in that game, I, so it sounds yeah, you stupid. You really miss... <laughs> no. Chad GPT, you're a little too um, on How point. do you even earn berries and croutons <laughs> if you don't eat toads? Oh, no, you don't uh, cut things hello. I don't understand. Where the noodles? There's nothing. <laughs> I really blew it. For today's top five of the episode... We are going to do our top five ways to get your partner to play games with you. Okay? Sound yep. fun? Yep, yep, yep. We're going to go me, Jeff, end with Natalie. Sound good? Yep. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Number five. Listen, you could spend your time listening to me beg for sex, or we could just play a board game. Mm, that's a good one. Right? That's how you do it. Yeah. Jeff, number five. <laughs> okay. I I did take this mildly seriously. I did not. Oh, okay. What did you do? I like half, 
like perfect. Half. It's, like, it's, like, perfect. it's like sounds like a joke, but it's like serious. We got okay. one. We got one person who just gave, <laughs> yeah, didn't give I a fuck. I went with like, all right, this is so this my is wife Devin. about Ryan. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, mine's specifically about Natalie. Yours is specifically about Devin. Yeah, mine's but mostly his, about Devin. His is like, seriously how yeah, to like, do it. Yeah. If if you are struggling at this and your wife is like mine, who is open to playing games or like this isn't someone who's like anti-game trying to no, get them, yeah. but someone who like will kind of play games with you. This this will make it a little easier. Good. Mine's okay. just fuck. fuck My around. number five is in the background. Do something, watch something that they also enjoy. Whether it's a TV show, let them pick the soundtrack or music that you are also playing while you play the game. Let them do that. Say, all right, we're going to put on a show that you like. We're going to listen to some music that you like, and we'll play this game. Boom. So even though you might hate it, there's still something for you. There's something, there's something for you going on. You don't hate. <laughs> you can get behind. Yeah. You can get behind Arrested Development in the background when if you're you bored, want to. Look exactly. Over look over yep. at Brule. Brule will be on. Now, yep. what's number five? Uh, just ask him. Hey, you want to play a board game? <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> this one's for Ryan. Just want to play a... You might not um, even need to get that whole sentence out before. Hey, Ryan, downstairs. you wanna? Hey, you wanna? <laughs> I, my pants will come off first, and then yeah. she would just like shake her head no, oh and then I'd be like, oh, ah, I okay. guess we'll play a board Got game. It. Got it. Number. Wait, can I just say something real quick? Fine. <laughs> when yep. you were just like, hey, you wanna, without like fully saying the sentence, that's what. That could be another like. Am I talking to Ryan or the dogs? Because I used to do that all the time. You talking about your dogs about sex? What are you talking no, about? No, but I would be like, hey, you wanna? Like, hey, you wanna? instead hey, of saying like, do you want to go outside? I'm like, do you wanna? Oh, and then, and they then like, they'd be like, okay, like, and they'd like run to the door, like they knew what I was gonna. And ask. you and Ryan's like, sex, 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 sex. But we're like all both like, hmm, yeah. Turn your head. Yeah, your head's turned. Then I toss some bread in your mouth. What? She bread. She did. That's what she does. Number four. When I'm feeling particularly feldy, I punch holes in the castles of Burgundy box and wear them like underwear in front of Natalie. She then subliminally is ready to go. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, number four. My stupid list. No, my stupid list. Okay, my stupid yours is list. real. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's my good. number that's four good. is be prepared. Have the game set up in advance. Yep. Know the rules. So when that person walks to the game table. They are playing. Yes. Yeah. Your partner is no sitting and they're writing. No dilly. No, <laughs> no bricka bracka. Don't touch. Like, if you don't need to touch the rule book, don't touch it. Just fuck the rules. As soon as they sit down, bam. Boom. Start talking. Start explaining the game. They Just won't the even know what you wait. Worse it's going to get. Gonna, gonna be out. You lose That's em. time for them to leave. All right. Number four for you, Natalie. All right. Set it up and order ice cream. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's actually a really good one. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Uh, all right, number three for me is I suggest setting up a trail of games from the bedroom mm. to the game room so she can follow the trail and play games all along the a, way. A Hansel and Gretel type wow. of situation. Exactly. That's elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work. Jeff, number three. Piggybacking on Natalie's number four. My number three is snacks on snacks on snacks. Yeah, I can't go wrong. Make Ooh. their favorite. Yes. Put out snacks. If you're like, a, I don't want to eat around the game thing. Then Look at find this something that's right. board I made yes, you next something. to the right. game. Because, yeah, you got to <laughs> do things that they enjoy also with the game that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, Which is the overarching theme, I think, for this yes. of your list. Everybody yeah. enjoys eating something. <laughs> Let them eat something. I while do. You, do this. <laughs> yep. I, you, you catch me at the fucking church every <laughs> yeah. day. In the pew. I'll be buried in the pew. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dips. <laughs> Damn it. No. Oh. All right. Natalie, number three. Beg until they give it. Please, please, please. please. I'm that's tired, my, that's but please. That's a good one. She took that from my sex, uh, yeah. my sex list. Number yeah. two for me is I've done the dishes, mopped the floor, oh, yeah. masturbated, so you don't have to worry about that, <laughs> poured you a glass of wine, 
and set up a bowl of snacks. Also, here's a blanket and some slippers and a back massage and Taco Bell and a puppy to pet and a baby to hold and some pasta. Oh, okay, this game, is called <laughs> Whoa, this game is called Tuberin. Whoa, this game is called Tuberin. That's all the shit I have to do to get her to play yeah. that. To play Tuberin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That might not be enough. That was basically piggybacking off of both the ones you just yeah. said last time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, number two. My number two is this one specifically for Devin. Put it on the calendar. Some people are yeah. calendar-driven people. If you need to send like some Google invite, put it on a calendar yeah. so it's there. Because at the end of the day, I just want to sit down and watch TV. So if you are like me in that way, put it on the calendar. Make Hold yourself say, accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Write it down in paper. Boom. That should work. Yep. All right, Natalie, what's Maybe. your number two? Threaten them with no sex. <laughs> that was my number five. <laughs> <laughs> Threaten. <laughs> Threaten. You're gonna play. You're gonna play a game, or you're not getting <laughs> fucked. Yeah. <laughs> or or much. here's your choice: is get fucked or play a game. I think I'm gonna play a game. Yeah. Gonna, uh, you make this one difficult. My number one is Natalie's number five, and it's just, hey, Natalie, want to play a game with me? Because <laughs> she will always be like, sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. She's very agreeable to non-sexual things. Always agreeable. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, what's your number one? My number one is, if needed, set like a time limit and play it over a couple days. It does yeah. not yeah. need to be done in one sitting. Yeah. Even for a game that's two hours, if you play an hour of it one night and an hour of it second night, that's totally cool. Play it over two days if you need to, if you want to ease your partner in. Right, it's not a bite of sushi. You don't got to do it all at once. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just ease, ease your partner into this Unless you're playing this wasabi, event. then you got to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it in one sitting. Natalie, what's your number one? Um, bribe them with sex. <laughs> bribe them with sex. You played this game with so me. So number two was right deny after. him of sex. Yeah. We'll isn't do that, that thing you've been wanting Isn't to do. that your number two? <laughs> we will. Whoa. And we'll be right All back. All right. <laughs> Wait. Dang it. <laughs> Stupid I bell. I need grandma's bell. Yeah. Fucking shit. Sorry. There we go. Man. That's bribe them with sex. That's Could basically you what your number like, two was. Listen, the, listen to the relationship that some people are in where they can go we're gonna play a game and then fuck oh, how gr that's the life man are you guys living in that relationship sometimes wow. once a year that's on my cool. birthday yeah i don't think we've September's ever like good. planned it out but if no, the, uh, no but, but, but if it happens it would be that would be one plan i would be very happy making <laughs> yeah if it's like oh we're gonna play we're gonna like we're gonna play caverna and then we're gonna It'll be the bang. fastest game of caverna he's ever played <laughs> So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash game casters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the game casters good night everybody In the begin, in the begin, in the beninging, in the beninging, he like reads like beninging, in the beninging. It's like it's forty five seconds. Just go. Yeah, it's just move on. Right in the beninging, what happens after that? At first, I thought that video was like on loop, where I was like, no, he's just like struggling. It's it's like thirty.
plus seconds of him just beginning. In the Like just in the be- He's like syncopating. He's like in the beginning. <laughs> just like why are you saying N? That fucking guy. Have you seen the theme? Just move on, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't even think he realized he, he said, said anything words. wrong. Yeah. No, he was just like. Being wickedly talented. <laughs> Adele does theme. <laughs> Not even close. Adina Menzel. Not even close. Wickedly talented. I think they're, they're like they were like friends. Oh, those, yeah, they, <laughs> they were. This is yeah. like he didn't just like, read this on the cue card. Other. He knows yeah. her. He was like, I got this. We gotta, yeah. I don't need your cue card. I think he just and he was afterwards. Oh my god, like, fuck up her name. Got, I just got caught. He's up. like, I don't know what happened. I was just like, uh. Adele Dazim. Dazim. Oh fuck me, God, fuck me. That's amazing. Uh, Natalie, you heard the man. Yeah, fuck me, Natalie. <laughs> fuck me, Natalie. Fuck, fuck me, Natalie. Adele does him. All right, here we go.